This episode is sponsored by the Farm Drinkery. Best dive bar in the corner of a strip center on Champion Forest Drive in the Weta in Spring, Texas. 22 local beers on tap and world-famous wings. Come for the great atmosphere, stay for the free high five. Use the code BEERNERD20 to get 20% off your bill. What you're thinking It's a hobby It's a, it's a slide There are things you can't hide I wanna know What you're feeling Tell me what's on your mind Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Front Row Negative, the podcast We are back again We have survived Halloween We have candy But we don't have vans I am Aaron And I am and- joined by Oh man! All I want for Christmas is too early. You. Too early. Too what early. are you? Are you kidding me? No, too sir. Early. All too the early. memes I've seen about Mariah Carey—I've never heard more about Mariah Carey unless it was hey, 1997. Hey. No, 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 no. Leave Mariah Scary out of this. Mariah we have, scary. Before we get to her, before we get to her, we have to get to the Thanksgiving rap song lady. You know, beans, greens, potatoes, potatoes. We have to get uh, to her first. <laughs> she comes before Mariah Scary. Okay. So that's, that's fair. That's fair enough. Mariah, fair. stay in your month. Stay in your month. It's, it's not. It's Mariah's. Month. It's Mariah's time of the month. Yep. It's she'll have her time to shine with tinsel and rhyme. So this week we are joined by no one. Uh, Absolutely we, nobody. Nobody this time. We, we did four weeks of the bracket system. Where we had a different or five weeks of the bracket system. Where we had a different guest on each week to break down the contest. And it was a lot of fun, um, but one of the things that we kind of skipped over a lot of times is stuff that we watched or got, were watching, playing, all of that for the sake of the guests. And there are some things that we wanted to talk, that I wanted to talk about, or that we both wanted to talk about that we couldn't do be- because the guests had not watched those things or had no clue what we're talking about, even though I had given them hints beforehand, hey, check this out because I kind of want to talk about it. All and these that- slackers, man. And that didn't happen. <clears throat> so, also, a lot of things I need to hit on this podcast. Plug, promote, all that other stuff that we normally... For, that, I'm not going to lie. I forget about it. I get wrapped up with the guests. I get wrapped up with the brackets. I got wrapped up with everything else. And I will forget to do a lot of things that... That's okay, Aaron. I'm supposed to you. do. <laughs> and it's been also a long, stressful week for me, too. But, starting it off... What I had planned to do last week after we finished recording was I was going to go through later on that night, calculate the brackets up, and record our winner and add it on to last week's episode. That didn't happen. And what ended up happening is I was going through the brackets because we had uh, had a total of seven entrants. So, and some people might not think that's a lot of entrants, but when you're doing the calculating through one person, that's a lot of work. And what didn't help is that one of our entrants didn't write the movie titles in the brackets. He wrote the year number. So I had to go back each bracket and look at the year number to correspond it back with his pick to calculate. Listen, listen, next year we're going to do Scantrons. Remember Scantrons? I remember Scantrons. We're going to, we're going to find a Scantron template online. You want to send it back. I am all for that because that would make my life a future bracket and contest system life much much easier 
My yes. my fourth grade teacher, Miss Barkley, <laughs> rest in peace, would be very happy about it if we did that. She loves scantrons. Yes. That yeah, we yeah, definitely scantrons. So uh well like you know, with that being said, with you know like lesson learned for our first contest, lesson learned going going forward for next year and going forward entirely, completely different system. Completely oh, different yeah. system, just to make it easier for myself. So with that being said. I'm going to announce the winner, and uh, out of the seven entrants, I'll announce it third place, second place, first place. Now, second and third place, don't get no- they don't get anything. They get nothing. Sorry. Be first or last. Yeah, pretty much. We're going by Ricky Bobby rules. That's right. <clears throat> Sorry. Mom, I'm coughing. Stress. Coffins were last month, man. This is November. It's all about yeah. turkey and gravy and shit. That great vampire dad joke. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. But first place, we'll get a whole bunch of prize packs, a whole bunch of stuff, posters, prints, movies, maybe even some candy, too. High fives. All a right. lot of stuff. Lots of stuff. So I will read off the third place entrant who or who came in at third. And that would be Eric Hamilton with 73 points. Slamilton Hamilton bringing up pretty, the rear. He got he did pretty good within third place. He did pretty good. He had a lot of he hit a lot of good uh selections in the uh 80s and in the wild cards. He did pretty good. And then uh he had some good second tier uh points, but he only got one of the final four. The rest he didn't mess up, but still he got a lot of points. Well, good for you, Eric. Good good job, sir. Good for you, Eric. Second place. <laughs> The leader of the Gulf Coast Toy Show, Michael Garcia, came in at 75 points. Uh, now, hmm. I just want to say, uh, you know, <laughs> if we would have, if we would have, um, you know, fixed this, put the fix in, maybe would have got us, uh, give us discounts on the next show. We would have got a refund a little bit. You know what I mean, possibly, possibly. Next time, lesson learned. Next, next, time, next time, get the fix uh, in. What Michael did, Michael pretty much got. All of the 80s, all of the wild cards, all of the remakes. And the second tier and third tier, he scored quite a few points, which got him up there, which got him up there. But he didn't quite get first place. <clears throat> first place and the winner of our first ever Halloween bracket system. First one ever. And this kind of surprised me as I was doing the points, uh, just because this person got Three out of the four final four. He got the final two, and he picked the champion. So he got all the points. What? But he won by one point. In fact, this is the fix, man. Wow. He won by one point. He won by one point. And it is not Double H Hostage Hirsch. Oh, he's going to hate that. He's going to hate that. This was James Chisholm, the leader ah. of Nerdfest at 77 points. Mr. Nerdfest himself by one point. By one, he beat up Michael by one point. Dominated the boards, man. Took him he, to the final four. He, he and didn't won the get that he didn't get that many of the one points parts in the first set of tiers, but the final four, the final two, the champion, he nailed it. He got them all. And so he wins. Well, so congrats. congrats. Congrats, James. You win. Contact me with your address, and I will get everything shipped out to you. I will send you a whole bunch of stuff that you will probably enjoy. That you will probably enjoy. 
So thanks again. Thanks for everybody who turned in their brackets, competed. It was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. I know I had yes. a lot of fun doing these five past five weeks doing our bracket system. <laughs> Especially your favorite your favorite part was tying everything up, obviously. Oh uh, well yeah, that part was that was a that was a long that was a long Sunday night of just calculating all those points up. And I think I I think I I watched uh, I had a uh, I had um uh creep show part two playing in the background as I was doing it. So it was it was nice. okay. It was okay. But thanks everybody who entered. <laughs> I had fun. Next year we'll have a newer bracket system with newer selections and with, you know, some other more wild cards and we'll probably have new co-hosts to kind of go through it. So wait. Is my is my contract almost up? You no, I'm sorry, I'm, sorry, not co- I'm sorry, not co-host. Well, yeah. Man, yeah, and what the hell? The, the future is definitely in. Yeah, you, you okay. Join, you know what? You can join Nia Jackson Karrion Cross on the sidelines. Hey man, I got my <laughs> vaccination, okay? All I right. And no, I'm no, not I, breaking necks in the ring, sir. What I meant to say was we'll have guests. We'll have new oh, guests so next year. We'll have new guests next year. What a hell of a way to break the news to me, Aaron. Yeah. I'm sorry, young kid. Better I'm luck just, next time. Yeah, best luck to future endeavors. I gotta go see the twins. Ah! So, uh, but we'll have new people. I've already had two people want to be on next year for the Halloween segment. And if they're still around by then and still, well, okay. If they're still listening. If there's, uh, unless they're dead, they won't be here. If they're still, they're still, still with yeah. us and they can be on the show. Unless they're dead. And if we're blocked on Facebook, then they'll be back. So, Uh-oh. or not be back, but they'll be a part of the show. Yes. Uh, on Facebook. Yeah. But it was fun. So I want to get out. I want to get that out of the way. Also, apparently, you know, I've been slacking on promoting cross the streams. Usually I just kind of run through with, Cross the Streams Media, go check them out, blah, blah, blah. No, crossthestreamsmedia.com. That is our kind of like umbrella family of podcasting channels with a lot of great content. And usually whenever we get to that segment, I'm rushing through it. And uh, I do apologize to Dwayne because he does a great job of trying to keep everything in check and helping us out and editing this show. So I'm going to give a lot of props to Dwayne of Three Bears and a Mic. So definitely go check out that show. Uh, and it, and you know, just a lot of, uh, he does a lot of work, a lot of behind the scenes stuff. He deserves more props than what he actually gets for doing the work. So I'm throwing out there next on the list. So apparently last week when I issued an apology to double H hostage Hirsch, he felt offended as we got in that group chat session today or yesterday. Offended. Well, like when oh he wanted, when, when he wanted to go, when he, apparently he wants a three-way cage match. Oh, that's right. Uh, so, yeah, no, no holes barred. Yeah, no holes barred through a cage match. So, going back and apologizing for last week's segment, initiating <laughs> apologizing, initiating an apology today. <laughs> I am not sorry for that. You did not win the Halloween bracket. I am not sorry that you got whatever place you got in, which wasn't top three. Uh, Man, but thanks for entering, Clay. Better luck next year. So, <clears throat> next topic, as uh, you're sharing images. Oh, uh, uh, my, the, my lovely wife has been uh, losing her shit in the living room as we're, we're recording the podcast. Apparently, Rampage is pretty good. Yeah. And things were happening on Rampage, and so she's like, Trying her hardest to throw, you know, pictures on social uh, on the chats and everything. And but I'm not sending them to Aaron because I'm a good friend. 
Yeah. But she's running the podcast. But yeah, there you go. She's <laughs> running it, running, doing her running on the podcast with her with her podcast in the bank suitcase. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and so with that, I think I've knocked everything out of the. I want to get out of the way. Uh, how are you doing, sir? Now that we now we've kind of got all that done, how are you doing? Man, you know, I mean, I honestly, I really can't complain. Uh, at one point in my life, I used to complain a lot because. Uh, you know, all I really, really wanted to do was just come home, work mm-hmm. on art for assignments and commissions and things for people. And it was just, it was so hard, man, because I would just constantly have to work a full-time job, which I mean, I, look, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away. Like if I didn't, if my art weren't, wasn't my, my art was not my pursuit, I would be out there with everybody else, man. It's just like, you know, but when you're in demand and you need to get work done, time is yeah. a commodity that you just don't have if you got a full-time job, man. But so with all that being said, uh, I'm fine because I, uh, I'm i blessed with a great wife. Uh, I have my, We have our own little uh, collectible store, Collectomania, on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, come holler at your boy. Yeah. And... We, you know, we get to do, you know, I get to do all the arts. I get to draw all the pictures and the doodles for monies, human monies. Uh, very evil, very nice. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Danhausen, man? What a bummer, right? Uh, so, so what I've heard, uh, well, what I was supposed to hear from Danhausen or on Danhausen was that he was supposed to appear at Full Gear. That was the big rumor, was that he was going to be Orange Cassidy's partner at Full Gear. Oh man! Because tr- because Trent is, is out. Bottom, what, what was it? Top left <laughs> the, yeah. for our friends at What's Wrong Wrestling. <laughs> Bust the nut! Oh my god, I would die. So Trent more, Reddit more is out. Was on dark tonight. Oh my god! More spoilers. Well, thank you. Well, that's dark. Voice from outside of the stratosphere. So Gosh. Trent Brett is out. Chucky e. T is out, and uh, it's supposed to be uh, Eula Weeder and and uh, Orange Cassie fighting another tag team. With the tag team taking out Uluido, leaving Orange Cassidy by himself. Enter oh, in fan cult favorite Danhausen to come to his rescue because if you follow Danhausen on social media or follow him through the Indies, he has teamed a lot with a f- uh, three people mainly Orange Cassidy, Warhorse, and then uh, uh, Brody King sometimes. Yeah. So he's teamed with those people a lot and some schmub named PCO. So. <laughs> He, he he was supposed to come out and help Orange Cassidy. That was the big rumor at Full Gear. <clears throat> well, Halloween night, he was cursed. <laughs> he he was, cursed. was cursed. On Halloween night, he got cursed. And he broke wow. his tibia and he broke his fibia. You, you and, couldn't, I mean, it's a bummer that it happened, man, but you couldn't have wrote it better if you wanted to. Like, if anybody's going to get cursed on Halloween night, it's going to be freaking Danhausen. It's going to be Danhausen. Oh, my uh, God. And it's it's a shame because I I'm I'm if you haven't listened to this this podcast and or, or this first time listening to it, I have talked about going down the Danhausen rabbit hole a few months ago or a few episodes ago, and in always saying you need to go watch Danhausen, you need oh, to watch Danhausen. Yeah. He is hilarious, especially the toy hunting episode where he's in a bee suit. He's in a bee suit. <laughs> he's a big Simpsons him. guy. He's a Simpsons guy. He's a Simpsons guy. He's a comic book. He's a big comic book nerd. Uh, he's just an overall funny, entertaining guy. And the funny thing is, is that last month I ordered a Danhausen shirt, you know, because I, I find him entertaining. And then when I got the Pro Wrestling Crate subscription for October, because I've had all the people that I like in there, he had another Danhausen shirt. Was it the same shirt? 
No. I was about to say, damn, I thought it was, it was 3D though. Sure. It was 3D. 3D. It came in three came with 3D glasses and it was in red, white, and blue ink. But what? it's all shifted. Yeah. That's cool. Dude, it looks it looks it's a sick Halloween shirt because it's like his head busting out of a pumpkin. It looks Man, really that's badass. Sick. Look, uh, <laughs> you know, if you're if you're a seasoned veteran, if you're one of our 17 to 19 regular listeners, you know for a fact that I am a toy guy and I buy wrestling figures like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been salivating for a, a Danhausen figure because no. the word toyetic comes to mind. Uh, you know, with a little jar of teeth and the, 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 <laughs> the soft goods cape. On the Patreon, he is. I, I'm not sure if you already put it up, but somebody made mods that he he even said what WWE figure to get, and he, he's selling the head and the teeth and everything to make your own Danhausen. That's pretty cool. I, Somebody's 3D printing it then. I need. I need to find it. Yeah, you should. Well, I, I know there's only ten. Well, I know. I know he's got his uh, micro brawler. He's got two micro brawlers now. He's got yeah. his regular one. And he's got his. He's got his. His uh, summer housing micro brawler. Oh yeah, that's so good. From from midsummer. Dude, I want so badly. I, I've tried being the micro brawler guy. Uh-huh. I can't get into them. I can't I get into them either. I, I'm not a big fan of the micro brawlers. I, I'm, I'm all about articulation and, and six inch scale. Yeah, and these uh these little you know I don't want no tiny little short short man in regards to my well, uh my figure collecting. Like the I only micro brawlers I've gotten, the only micro brawlers I've gotten, I've I had the Nick Jackson that I sold, I had the Hangman Adam Page that I sold, and then I got a, I think I got a Papa Shango one that I ended up selling too, oh, and wow. then and then in this recent pro wrestling crate, if you saw the op- unboxing video. I got a Hurricane Helmet, which I'm I'm gonna keep that one. That's, I'm gonna have to keep that cool. one. I'm gonna have to keep that one just because it was yeah. Overall, that Pro and Crate October Edition one overall was pretty good. So this curse has yes. robbed us, Aaron. It has robbed us of mm-hmm. Danhausen confronting the Pepsi Man. Yes. Okay. It has robbed us of Danhausen and Adam Page, the Horseman. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so many things. Danhausen is like literally a walking <laughs> commodity for any wrestling company he's in, just because his gimmick allows his name, just his name, yep. is his gimmick. That is you know true. I mean? It's like who else has that? Like Goldberg. You yep. know what I mean, like I mean, who else has got a name that is the gimmick? You don't call Bobby Lashley Lashley. You know. Well, you know what I mean, it uh, it has also robbed us of having the Danhausen tequila shot in the middle of the ring. God bless America. And if it's, you've ever seen a, a Danhausen match, if you've ever seen a Danhausen mask match, then you know what the what the tequila shot is. Oh my God, it's so good. I wanted him, dude, because <laughs> as much look now that I've had this revelation of the fact that he was going to be Orange Cassidy's potential secret partner at Full Gear. I mean, it's on the internet. We can watch it. Um, I, I look all all of the bitch and shit. That they've been saying on AEW recently, trying to push the envelope, and Danhausen shows up. <laughs> no swearing. Dan, no swearing. His head would explode. He'd be so mad. He yeah. would go heel just based on the fact that he don't like dirty mouth. Like, he'd <laughs> be much. upset. He'd be Pretty going much. around washing people's mouth out with soap. And I'd be here for it. <laughs> that that is true. That is no very swearing. true. Chris Judas. Chris Judas. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Oh. Well, it, have, they, have they said how long his recovery time is? Six months. Three to nine. 
God, are you kidding me? My mine's only six. I'm I'm on month six, and he's getting a rod in his leg today. Yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah. You know, but I mean, the good thing is, I didn't. Didn't they say like his uh somebody they, one of his did he do a crowdfunding thing and uh and he got backed 20, in twenty four hours? His thing was uh, to raise twenty five thousand dollars. He raised twenty nine in nine hours. Yep. The, the the word is over, sir, in, in wrestling. Uh, Cody Mark, gave him a thousand. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, you know what, though? Cody giving him a thousand dollars doesn't change the fact that I have Cody fatigue. I'm sorry. Yeah. You can't well, buy my you can't buy my loyalty. Co- Cody, Cody gave him a thousand. Cody gave him a thousand. Zach, uh, give me your prototypes and free action figures. Ryder gave him five hundred. Oh man, Aaron will forever be on the hey, you know, you know, uh, Cardona train. Apparently, you can you can hate Cody, I can hate Ryder. That's fair. That's fine. But but I'll say this: here's the difference. See, here's the difference between Cody and a lot of the other people. What Cody's doing now in AEW is, I think Cody's trying to be the company man, the company face. He wants to be the John Cena of AEW, the ultimate good guy, like just like his dad. Just like his dad, you know the company, the company babyface. The difference between him and John Cena is that Cody can actually wrestle. <laughs> the difference, uh, the another difference between Cody and John Cena is that Cody can go heel when he wants to. Uh, doesn't mean that he will anytime soon, but he can. He's done it before. Uh, wow. I, so I don't think it's just Cody fatigue. I just think it's terrible character. For Cody in AEW, I think people want to people want him back as the cocky indie, asshole, as the indie American nightmare, not the corporate American nightmare. Dude, I, I can I can tell you the, the 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 moment I remember giving a crap about Cody was at a hot topic because at the time I wasn't really following indie wrestling all that much. This was yeah. obviously a number of years ago. I remember yeah. seeing you guys with the Bullet Club shirts and not knowing what the hell I was looking at. <laughs> and then I go to Hot Topic and they've got this uh, you know, uh the Cody American or Nightmare Club or whatever it was. Yeah, the, the American Nightmare. Or Yeah, and and I was like, what the hell is this? I was like, I already I'm already, I already don't know what a Bullet Club is. What the, what am I looking at now? And then I get on my phone, I look on YouTube and they have that first promo video he did. Where he's like got the cigar and the smoky, you know, yeah, the yeah. dark room where he's sitting in the chair, and like Brandy comes up out of nowhere, and I don't know who the hell she is. I still don't care about Brandy, <laughs> uh, you know, like yeah. But that was that made me care about Cody. I was like, ooh, when I realized who it was, I was like, wow, what, what are you doing his hair? I yeah. was like, who the hell are you? And like now I care because I didn't give a shit about legacy. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about any of that. It was, you know. Uh, it was a shoe in. It was a force fed. Look at our kids wrestling thing. I didn't give a shit yeah. about that at all. Well, I mean, let's be real. The main reason why me and Jen drove six over six hours to New Orleans during WrestleMania weekend wasn't for WrestleMania. It That's was true. to see Kenny Omega versus Cody Rhodes and the main event of Supercard of Honor. And That's fair. I mean, and we drove. Match. We we drove to see that good match. Between good, two good talented people, and again you had cocky Bullet Club American Nightmare Cody versus mm-hmm. the cleaner uh, game video game artist Kenny Omega. And yeah, man, that was a match, and it just sucks that we don't have that Cody anymore. We don't have that same Cody. 
And you know what else sucks? We can't blame it on Vince because it's not booking. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's Cody doing it. It's Cody doing it. He wants to be his dad in his own company. And I think oh. that's where. He said it on his own show. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know he said that. I just, this is just me observing. And it's not. It's not, it's not working. It's, it's not what the fans want. It's not what the fans and, want. And, you know, and that, yeah, that's, and that kind of comes down to everything that's going on in professional wrestling is the fact that WWE doesn't listen to the fans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas AEW, for the most part, listens to the fans. But for whatever reason, Cody, who fancies himself, you know, Triple H 2.0 or whatever the yeah. hell he's doing, he's got an ego that apparently won't let him. Yeah. Which is, is the, the irony, right? Because, yeah. like well, you said before, everybody loved the American Nightmare Cody where he was being a prick. It was like, yeah. why? It's not broke. Don't fix it. Yeah. Well, it also didn't help him that his first feud was with pretty much internet darling and, inter- and internet, you know, favorite Malachi Black. Who didn't love Aleister Black? Who didn't Seriously. love that character? And then you want to feud with Andrade, another person that, that the internet loves? Missteps, man. Missteps. I mean, you know, he's, he's, he's trying to bury people inadvertently. I don't think he. I don't think he well, missed to do it on purpose. But it's like, I don't think he's trying to bury Malachi because he, he he's only won one match, and I think they've had four, and he's only won one. Well, I'm saying just the yeah. fact that you're in a program with Cody. No offense yeah. to Cody, but how obnoxious is your entrance when you're the only mother in the company who's got his own entrance coming out True. of the stage? That's with true. a big, you know, neon tampon that comes up over you when you come <laughs> out of the stage. I'm not, you know, I mean, I'm not blowing smoke here. I'm not being yeah. facetious. I'm saying this guy is all ego. Yeah, he is. And there's no bigger fan of Cody than Cody. What if, I mean, here's a big what if. Here's a big what if. And, and I would love to see this, but I know it's never going to happen. We got... Bullet Club Cody back, not not actual Bullet Club Cody, but that that prick asshole Cody back, the one that was the cigar smoking, you know, leather jacket wearing Cody back, and he started teaming up with Andrade because they both have the same type of character. They do. You're right. Andrade is the character that Cody was in the Bullet Club, and they both teamed up with that same type of gimmick. That would be it. That would be awesome. That would be so great. Okay, listen. If we're fantasy booking, yeah, we are fantasy booking. Okay, we know that's not going to happen. Yeah, listen. Apparently, Charlotte is public enemy public enemy number one backstage at WWE. She's not going anywhere. Well, she is now since Nia's gone. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Now she's (laughs) public. Now she's supreme public bitch number one. And I don't think they're gonna let her out. You know what? They've been cutting. They've been cut. They're trimming the quote-unquote fat, as you will. But we'll get into that in a minute. But like, they're not gonna cut Charlotte. We they're said the not. same thing about Bray, and look what happened. Okay. So okay. Okay. Then yeah. <laughs> let's, okay. No. No. You you got a point. So let's fantasy book it then. Let's say for a fact, in case they do do that, they they drop Charlotte. Charlotte is an asshole. Yeah. You know that's her character. She's the queen bitch or whatever. Yeah. The HBIC, if you will. As far as she's concerned. Yep. Uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine that happening in AEW with Andrade, Charlotte, Cody, like this, this like pod, you know, this, this, this stable of like arrogant second generation workers, second generation, badass, beat the shit out of you. And they know it. 
You know what I mean? Like they're un, like they're unapologetic, and they just you know what I mean? Like yeah. that makes sense. Like a like a well, like a great Poupon NWO or some bullshit. Like that's the kind of thing I'm well, thinking. But, but then you're gonna have people complain about there's too many factions in AEW already. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> How, mean, how many great factions did we have from the Attitude Era? Not that I mean to regurgitate the Attitude oh, wow. Era, but, I mean, come on, right? DX, Nation, Legion of Doom, Kai and Tai, uh, Southern Justice. You, yeah. A lot Dude, of I mean, the, the list goes team, on and on. Yeah. EMC, Team Extreme. Yeah, you had a lot of factions. The Oddities. No, the but anyway, it's a whole, yeah. I mean, they're over. Yeah, they ICP. were over. Dude, AEW can start re- redo the Odysseys and bring all those people that are still alive. I think I think some of them might be dead, but if you you know, there's AEW is for the fans. It's supposed to be. It's supposed, it's to, supposed be. to. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, do they really? You know what I mean? Like, do they really go that far off as far as the fans go? Like, Tony Khan himself is a fan. He is with money. Uh, with money, with lots of money. Uh, but again, it comes down. I mean, I mean, again, this is all fantasy booking. This is all fantasy booking. Yeah. Uh, with what? Okay, let's let's go with it. With with the recent cuts, who would you want to see pop up in AEW? No, no. Actually, I want to say that you have ROH that's going to have their final show next month, and they're looking to grab people to promote. You've got Impact Wrestling that's overall has a decent show. They just need to have more fans in their audience instead of the, the same 50 people that sound like yeah. 50 people. You need to say, you need to sound like thousands, not fifties. And so, isn't Impact owned by one of the richest companies on the planet or Anthem, some bullshit? Anthem. Yeah, so what is the deal? Yeah. Like why why are they not touring? I don't get it. I, I have no idea. I don't know why they're not touring anymore or why they're not uh allowing more fans in attendance, but they need to. So we have ROH, we have AEW, we've got New Japan that is touring in the States, as well as still taking people overseas. Wait, they're touring? I thought they just had the uh, the thing over in LA. Yeah, touring in the oh. States and then touring in Japan. Well, they're just doing LA, right? They're not touring, touring. Like, are they, are they, is New Japan coming to Houston? No, no, no. But there are people. Oh, okay. Like, I mean, I mean look at, look at uh, Suzuki-gun. He was oh, touring okay. all throughout like, the yes. Yeah, okay, gotcha. So their guys are going around. Yeah, their guys are going around. Okay, the forbidden and, door. Gotcha. Okay. And and we're sitting and people are going over there to work with them too. Finn Juice, uh, Suzuki's going to do it. I think Tanahashi was supposed to come over here. Oh man. Uh, and I don't think that panned out. But with the with the recent WWE releases, and with the recent ROH releases, because ROH is they released everybody. Who do you want to see go where? But and here and, and we'll do what we'll do is we'll you, you can pick two people from uh from the, from the WWE releases or ROH releases to put them back either in ROH, Impact, AEW, or New Japan. So okay. uh, and you can pick two people per Fed. So Impact gets two, New Japan gets two people. All those companies will get two people. Who do you got? Um, well, I mean, Danhausen seems like he's custom made for <laughs> AEW. I mean, I mean, there, there's, I don't know there's a bigger shoe in for this scenario than Danhausen for AEW. Okay. I mean, really and truly, uh, he's not a power guy. You know what I mean? He's, he's a comedy guy. He's a comedy he's an wrestler. He's an entertainer. He's, he's an entertainer. But man, he can work though. That's the thing. Yeah. 
he he's you know he's a goofball but damn it if he doesn't put on matches and get out there and do the shit that you expect somebody of his of his stature and size to do yep which is impressive it is um so just for content alone with all the with all the AEW dark AEW elevation uh dude uh Dan Housen would be would Dan Housen could saunter into being the TNT champion very he quickly he could He's not a world title guy, not in my opinion anyway, because you can't the world title can't be a comedy title. No. TNT can be a comedy title. Maybe. Yeah, it could a little be. Bit. I mean, it's it's it supposed to be. be it's supposed to be the IC belt, right? The workhorse title of uh yeah, supposed of to be. AEW. So like but you think about uh, a program between uh Darby Allen and and uh Danhausen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That'd be That's badass true. matches. Darby, Al- Darby Allen brooding and serious. Dar- Danhausen brooding and funny. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's almost like if I were fantasy booking it, I would have you know Darby in a program with somebody. Darby working against uh, Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. And you know how they always show Darby and Sting up in the rafters or whatever, watching and brooding and looking over yeah. the city and shit like that. And they pan over to the left a little bit, and Danhausen sitting there doing the same shit and catching them both <laughs> off guard. Like, what the hell? You know, that'd be great, man. It would be great, and they would make that. They would turn that picture into a shirt, and oh, make no. a million dollars I, on uh, pro wrestling tees. See, just you saying that, this popped in my mind, because you know how Darby has that intro where he's got the the, the cartoon skateboarding, mm-hmm. like in the intro, is it for his Videotron or Titantron? Okay, for Danhausen's parody of that, it's him playing with tech decks with his fingers, in black and white, <laughs> with a little tech deck sex. Dude, that would make the perfect. Troll entrance for Danhausen. You know, you're playing the jin, 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 the, the Darby music or whatever, yeah. but the cartoon is just Danhausen. No, Dude, it's, Dan it's, Housen, it's, it's, it's him playing with fingers with tech deck skateboard toys. Oh it's so good. <laughs> I, I guess my point is can you imagine what you could do with Danhausen yeah. with production value and money? Yes. And I'm not saying magic. We don't need another fiend. The fiend, you know, that was lightning in a bottle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like Danhausen, I don't want magic from Danhausen, but a little production value would be nice. You know yeah. what I mean? Not that RH didn't have some, but like we're, we're talking about, you know, tomatoes and potatoes or whatever. You know, it's like yeah. two different things apples and oranges. That is two different things. Um, so, <laughs> um, Danhausen shooting at AEW. Um, Keith Lee is somebody I really want to see land on his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, if you talk to the Colin Wrestling fan, you would say, oh, he's been to the mountain, right, as far as being a WWE is concerned. Yeah. But wasted on the main That's roster. True. Wasted. That is true. Uh, was uh, a, a valuable commodity at NXT. Um, so he needs to be in an NXT-type format. So I think if Ring of Honor is trying to reboot, mm-hmm. if you're Ring of Honor, you're going after Keith Lee. That's Yeah, I can see that. Uh, you know, you want you want uh, a mountain of a man to be your your new champion and come in and, and wreck shop. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee would be the way to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean, and have me, you know what, and bring Mia Yim right with him. Okay. ROH needs you know Mia Yim's a talented uh, worker as well. She man, is. she's she's got she's got the chops. She is. You know that's one of the things you often hear about these companies is AEW, ROH, Impact. Well, not so much Impact, not anymore, I guess, but like weak women's divisions. You yeah. know what I mean, and one well, thing you can say about time, WWE at one time, Impact was the women's division. That was where you right. went to watch. The women. Wasn't Mia Yim on Impact at one point? If I remember yeah, correctly, yeah, she was part yeah, of so the saying, Like, there you go. So she could, dude. I'll give credit where credit is due. WWE creates badass female wrestlers. 
There's no doubt mm-hmm. about it. Yep. Um, you know, Ruby was another, uh, you know, example, like Ruby's doing everything she can to help the AEW women's division, but they keep putting <laughs> her in matches where people can't seem to work well with her. Like she's yeah. having to, I've noticed that about Ruby's matches. She's having to slow down for her opponents. She, which yeah, is unfortunate. she does. Yeah. So, um, Keith Lee saying? versus Moose. Oh yeah, there you go. Keith Lee versus Moose. That'd be your first uh, big title dispute right there. Are you kidding me? That's. Are you that kidding? Could work. Me? That could work. Now. Roh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say bring the kingdom to AEW. The kingdom. Well, what's That's left of the kingdom? What's left of the kingdom? Well, but still, yeah, exactly. It was the ta- uh, Taven and the the Pennywise guy. I forget his name. Vinny Masiaro and yeah. Mike Bennett. It's Mike Bennett, Matt Taven. Oh, Matt Be- Mike Mike Bennett's in it now. Yeah, Mike Mike Bennett oh, was sh- always well, he was in Kingdom to begin with. Oh well, admittedly, I wasn't like you know <laughs> knee deep in ROH, but okay. So so the original Kingdom was Adam Cole, Mike Bennett, and Matt Taven. I mean, well, there you go, man. You just you just finished my whole entire point for me. Are you kidding? <laughs> at yeah. some point, at some point, Adam Cole is going to have to break away from the elite. I'm sorry. Like Adam Cole, uh, from what from what he was created as in NXT, Adam Cole is not a second fiddle. Adam yeah. Cole is a, a a name. Adam Cole's a main eventer. That, well, Adam Cole likes to jump factions and collect them like uh, they're trading cards, because one of his former teammates from Undisputed Era is in AEW with him, and they have not oh, crossed right. paths yet. And in Colorado, he's got one month left on his contract. You could, yep. I mean, not that you want to just rehash anything that's uh, old and played out. I, yep. for one, don't feel like Undisputed Era was played out at all. No, I, I was shocked they broke him up. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was, I, I was pissed. I was pissed. Are you kidding me? And then you give everybody shitty interest music? You yeah. turn Kyle into some stupid, you know, I don't even know what you want to call him, like some fraudulent-ass dork-looking Billy. <laughs> An idiot. Just yeah. a flat-out idiot. And Bobby Fish was wasted because they had him come out to the ring and tell him, hey, man, good to see you. I'll catch you down the road. And that was it. Yeah. And then Pretty much. I mean, Grandy's entry prone, but you know what? Look, that's another thing. NXT or I mean, uh, AEW does not work you like a goddamn, uh, you know, whipping boy. Nope. You know what I mean? Like you do two two shows in one sitting at, with a uh, dark and rampage. Yeah, it, you you do two shows a week. Two yeah. shows a week, and then you go home. Then God, yeah, you go home and you get to have three or four days where you literally can just sleep in bed all day. Yeah, you know, sleep until one, go work out for four hours, go back to bed, and that's it. That's all you have to do. Can you imagine if you got paid to do that? Yeah, I wouldn't be the fat slow I am now. I'd be, you know. That's why there's not a lot of injuries. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Yeah, there's not, yeah. there's no constant like revolving door of people getting screwed over by the injuries because well, except they're, for Trip Except for Trip Beretta. He's well, always you know, injury prone for some reason. Well, say, but yeah. also, but also these guys are also allowed to go work indie shows and other feds uh time off you know they're, they're allowed to go do other shows Dude, so they mark have henry said it best mark henry said it best on busted open if i were a wrestler right now and i had my choice to go somewhere i'm going straight to AEW. are you kidding me yeah are you kidding me just as a job just as the work do they have health insurance up yep. Yep. can you imagine that being someone who is a sports entertainer and an athlete, because you're not doing this shit if you're not an athlete, and you're putting your body at risk week in and week out, 
God yeah. forbid you have a little bit of medical coverage in a, uh, a medical system, a healthcare system that's complete garbage. Yeah. Unless you pay for top tier, by the way. But that's a whole other podcast to get into. But the point <laughs> is, like, anyway. Yeah. Tell me if you were, if you were, if you were the, if you were TK backstage at AEW and you picked up the kingdom, what are you doing? Ooh. I get, you I, get I, I get Bennett, Taven, and uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, Vinny. I can't, I can't pronounce his last name, but Taven, Bennett and Vinny, Mm -hmm. uh, I would have them come in and destroy death triangle set, start them off, destroy Mm, death triangle. Yep. Yep. Have them wreck shop on death triangle. That would be something, uh, because you know, all six of those people are talented. Oh my God. You would want to see them wrestle and work each other. That cage match, do a cage match. Uh, even a ladder kidding? match. Even a ladder match. Sure, sure. Uh, so I would definitely do that <clears throat> with, with the kingdom. If and then you have Maria come in. You have Maria with them. Yeah, and the, again, production value. Like you're getting all these great uh, independent, you know, talents, and you put some production value behind them. Like what? I, I apologize. The guy with the dreadlocks mm-hmm. and balloons. What's his name again? Who? The guy with the dreadlocks and the balloons. Oh, uh, Vinny. Something. I forget. His last Luke's- name is like. A Visarella or a Missarella. He's okay, got a very so Italian Vinny. last name. Yeah, Vinny. Vinny. I'm just calling him Vinny. Vinny. Can you imagine, right? So, like, that's his whole shtick is those balloons. Like, it's a Pennywise thing. Yeah, it's a Pennywise it's a, thing. He's the king so, of horror, apparently. Okay, then you know what? Lean into that. Yeah. Lean into that. Make him the new, quote-unquote, scary fiend guy of AEW. Okay? You have something going on with this triangle. They're out there talking shit. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever's going on. Okay? And imagine this, because you got people under the ring all the time yeah. for production and repairs and shit like that. Dude, have all four corners of that ring covered, all four sides, and each person that's under those sides has got a hundred balloons yeah. filled with red balloons filled with helium, and you let them bitches go inside there, out from under the ring. Yep. Just the, just that visual alone would be striking. Yeah, it would be great. That visual alone. Would You're be like, great. what the hell is this? And it's not. And, and I'm talking about like people who don't even know who Vinny is. Mm-hmm. Like what? What kind of Pennywise wacky shit is this? You would captivate people's imaginations. That you would. You'd, you'd have them Google searching. Oh my god! For who and this then this. Yeah, and then Vinny when he yeah. comes out. Honestly, uh, again, TK's got the money. I'm hiring some makeup effects artists and stuff like that. I'm putting some <clears> sick ass jaundice looking makeup on his face. Yeah, you know what I mean, make him look like a monster. You know what yeah, I mean? Definitely. Not that he's a zombie. I mean, you got Abaddon. You've got Abaddon. Are you kidding? Put yeah. Abaddon with him. They could be like a you know mixed gender tag team. They're two scary characters together. Whatever. There's so many things that yeah, can happen are. with such great independent talent that is are. unemployed at the moment. There definitely are. Oh yeah, Nicole said Abaddon, Vinny, and Alistair Black. The House of Black. Are you that, kidding me? That could work. That could definitely oh, work. My God, I got excited. <laughs> I like that idea. I, this is why I hate fancy booking because I get myself worked into some shit that will never happen. Well, there's no <clears throat> there's no Mephisto in this in this fantasy booking, so we have nothing to worry about. But uh, <laughs> like quickly, I'm going to run through my my fantasy booking. Well, yeah, sorry, man. I just, no, it's, know, it's, no, it's that's our wrong. format. We're 45 minutes in. I've no, got to fine. talk a bunch of shit. That's no, so. fine. ROH. I would grab Carrion Cross and Scarlet because oh, we didn't even talk about them. Yeah. Because Carrion, he's a big guy. He can talk. He has the intimidation. He yes. has all of that. I think he would be able to carry the ROH company 
where Marty left because oh, Irish doesn't have a big star. They don't have anybody that's big and they need somebody who can carry physically and look intimidating to carry the company. Yep. Jay Lethal's a great athlete, but to me, yeah, Jay, Lethal always be, for ROH. Jay Lethal would always be black machismo to me. He'll always be black machismo. <laughs> Lean into it. Do it. So <clears throat> you have Karrion Cross be the champion and have him and have him do what Kenny Omega did. Have him go to other feds and defend his belt against the biggest and baddest, and oh have him God. just go over them, just just run right through them. Oh, it'd be so good. <laughs> so that's for ROH. Uh, for Impact, originally I was going to say I was going to say Keith Lee for Impact. Sure, but I can't. But... But I can't. Really? I can't. I'm not going to say Keith Lee for Impact. Okay. Uh, for for Impact, if I was going to, if I was grabbing up talent, if I was grabbing people up and everything, uh, Impact doesn't really, still doesn't really have a big name. They don't really have anybody. They had Christian Cage for a while, but they used Christian Cage to help elevate Moose. Right. And Moose is a good talent. He is a great sure. talent. And he's finally got a character that can rival champions in other promotions. He's uh, to me, he's got a, a character now that can rival the Roman Reigns, that can yeah. rival the Kenny Omega with Don Callis, that can rival these other champions because he hasn't been able to do that for a while. And I feel he's able; he has that now. Okay, he's able to do that now. And this is kind of where I'm taking a name that hasn't been mentioned yet that's still out in the free market. Uh, Braun Strowman, because Ooh. Impact need a big name and a bigger and a bigger guy. They need, the a, only, they need a mountain. They need a mountain. The, the only other big guy they have is Cassidy from Enzo and Cass. Yeah, they've got him. They've got that goofy cowboy Hulk Hogan redneck guy that's with Eric Young, and they have Moose. Those are their own. <laughs> yeah. Those are their only big guys. They don't. They don't really have a lot of big guys. But if they brought Braun Strowman in as a physical force to work with Moose, that's something that they would have. For Deanna Perrazzo, I would bring in Mia Yim. This is where oh, the Mia yeah, Yim man. comes in yeah. to, to destroy uh, uh, Deanna Perrazzo, Mickey James, and all of them, to really help with that. Yeah, Deanna Perrazzo is talented, and, and they've, they've, been, they've been running – they've been riding on the back of the uh, the feel-good story for Deanna Perrazzo. They have. They have. So they, they, fine. they have. But come on, man. Eventually, yeah. she needs to be dethroned. Yeah. She, yeah. And for New Japan, this is where I would sing Keith Lee. This is where I would sing oh, Keith Lee. Oh, my God. Here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. The factions... New Japan is a big faction game. You have your big factions. You have your you have your Bullet Club. You have your LIJ. You've got Chaos, Suzuki-Goon. And you have uh, the Embassy with Osprey. Mm. Right now, Chaos is kind of in limbo with... Either everybody leaving, everybody get injured, all of that. I would send Keith Lee to show up in Japan, act like he's going to join Bullet Club or the embassy, and join and take over Chaos. And oh, could, man. Because wow. just, just imagine Keith Lee having a good feud with either Shingo Tagagi or have him have a feud with Jeff Cobb. Keith Lee and Jeff Cobb. 
Dude, look, don't do that to me because yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to see imagine. this match. Just yeah. imagine. Okay, so the second person for New Japan. This is where I this I would use this person to help build that division up. Because let's face it, New Japan does not have a women's division. They don't. They really don't. They have a few women wrestlers, but they don't really have a women's division. And they need to build one up. This is where I would send Ember Moon or Athena or Athena. I would send her to Japan to help try to build up a women's division with New Japan. Like a really strong. Yeah, she's such a personality that it would work well. The dichotomy would work well. Because nothing against the Joshi style or whatever. And to be fair, I don't know. I I couldn't name you one person who wrestles in New Japan's women division. I don't know. Yes. But uh, what I do know of Japan is Asaka, uh, Asuka. Asuka, and the Joshi wrestlers I see on AEW. Asuka, Kairi Zane, Kairi Zane, Shida, uh, Shida uh, what's her face? Um, Io Shirai. Io Shirai, dude. But I'm saying, like, there you go. Like, so all the talent in Japan is being scouted by WWE. Yeah, it is. It was. You know, it, it was, was. Yeah. So. So yeah, I, I was. So quickly, that, that's that's where I would send the, all these all these new releases that you know people have been like, oh. Uh, it's sad that it happened, yeah. but I mean, most of these people, they've been on TV. They've had, they have action figures, they have cards, they have toys. They have all these things that they can take and sell to indie shows and ask a lot more at indie shows because people oh, are going to no. go drive to see them. You know, yeah. if Keith Lee shows up at, you know, podunk Oklahoma city indie show, people, he's going to have a line of people I, paying, you to know, I would be in line for that too, man. I got to tell you, I don't want to uh, get your hopes up or anything, but there are some GCW shows happening in Houston very soon. <laughs> you <know what> I mean? <laughs> Can you imagine if, uh, you know, uh, what's his face? Uh, Pete's Cutter. Um, uh, Gage? Nick Gage? Yeah, Nick Gage is coming out talking shit, and then Keith yeah. Lee comes out. Yeah. That, yeah Keith that Lee would, would destroy Nick Gage. Dude. That would be great. So that's kind of our fancy looking with that, with all the releases. Yeah. It sucks that it happened. Uh, due to whatever excuse the WWE is using, I've, I've, I've heard budget cuts. I've you can heard, say it, horseshit, horseshit excuse. Pretty much. Yeah. But it, it is terrible. So I want to jump from that to a movie that I've been wanting to talk about since we watched it, since we <laughs> did the since we did the Halloween bracket. Yes. And that's Halloween Kills. Uh, Man, this was a movie that I was looking forward to, uh, just because I like horror movies. Uh, unlike most people who don't like Michael Myers because they, they see him as the weaker of the slashers when compared to Jason, Freddie, and some of the other people, uh, a lot of people don't like Michael Myers. Uh, but the Halloween franchise, I enjoy overall. I think it's fun and entertaining, especially if you watch it with groups of people. It's just oh, yeah. a lot of fun. So Halloween Kills comes out. I've seen it. You've seen it. What did you think of it? You know, I, I definitely feel like Halloween Kills is uh, a, a really acceptable successor to the Halloween 2018 release. Uh-huh. Um, my only issue okay. was, the, was the end of the movie. Um, <laughs> and, you know, for those of you who have watched, I think you know exactly what I'm about to go into on this. But so my problem with, with spoiler, Michael Myers, so, so we're getting the spoilers now. Oh god, yeah! Spoiler alert. So, so basically, if you haven't seen the movie and the, and the thing, it's been out for three weeks now. Oh god, yeah. First off, it's your fault, not ours. Yeah. Secondly, you don't like it, then I don't know to tell you. Like, you know, we'll have maybe we can get Dwayne to put in the notes when <clears> we stop talking about it, and you can skip ahead. Whatever the case may be, 
but look, man, at a certain point, if you're just too damn busy three weeks in to watch anything, I'm surprised you've been listening to this podcast. What yeah. are you doing with your life? I mean, obviously <laughs> you work too much. Spend some time with your family. Go get a hobby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So spoiler alert. I personally have never liked, but this is before Halloween kills. Okay. I don't like the idea of Michael Myers being magical. Okay. I don't. I never have. That's that's he's the supposed, part. Yeah, he's supposed to be human. He's supposed to be mortal man. He's supposed to be. Thank human. you. That is the part that's always bothered me with every fucking Michael Myers movie that I've watched, mm-hmm. where somebody's head's getting cut off and then gets retconned, and this guy he gets shot both of his fucking eyeballs through the back of his brain, is flying out of his head, and he's yep. set on fire. And he gets his balls electrocuted. Whatever the case may be, all that horse shit. He's a fucking man. Yep. Quit treating him. Like he's one of the big two or whatever the fuck with as far as uh, Voorhees and Kruger are concerned. He's not them. Yeah. yeah. If you if anything, he should be on a list with like Leatherface and like, you know, just Leslie guys like Leslie, Leslie. Yeah, exactly. Like he's just a dude. Yeah. That, that's he what is. bothers me. So the end of this movie, <laughs> you know, you might as well throw a Brazzers logo on this last scene where it's just the whole entire town, you know, runs train violently not sexually but just with weapons and beats the dog shit out of him yeah shoots him stabs him kicks him in the nuts whatever they do they i hate saying this word but there's no other way to describe it lynch him okay they beat the shit out of him yeah yeah okay gangland style gangland style they at this point there's dude no human man even keith lee would have been dead after this so so just to set this up this is this happens the same night as Halloween 2018. This is still the continuation yeah. of the same night. Yeah. Furthermore. So, <laughs> so Michael at this time has been shot in the neck. Shot. Oh. He, he had two of his fingers shot off. He has been curb stomped on stairs. He was shot point blank five times in the chest. Yes. He was beaten with a crowbar, beaten with a baseball bat, uh-huh. stabbed in the base of the back of the neck. With a pitchfork, right? Was it a pitchfork? No, knife. Straight up knife. Oh, okay. Wasn't there a pitchfork involved at some point? I can't even remember anymore. He, he but, got all the things. He, he would have so, got an iron to the back of his head. Yeah, like, yeah he, he, he got an iron. Cut. He, he got an iron. Mean? Yeah. So this Ugh. guy should have suffered major blood loss, major delusion, contusions, concussions, yes. broken vertebrae, bro, uh, spinal and muscle cramps spasms everything there's no bouncing back from that and somehow he was able to lift up cena himself john cena himself up and kill an entire gang of people ninjutsu style yeah like a like a bruce lee movie everybody's waiting their turn to get fucking pummeled and ravaged yeah stupid and he's also oh he's also burned too he's also singed from the house fire yeah, and to Nicole's point in our little side chat here, he's 147 years old. He is old. He is old. So that 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 was my biggest issue. I think that that's, was that's a lot of the people's issue. The horse. That's a lot of people's issue. Is that? Yeah. But overall, did you think it was a good movie? Yes or no? Did you enjoy it? I. You know what? I did enjoy it. <laughs> um, I did. I did because. Yeah. For anybody listening, if you're going into any of these movies looking for an Oscar-worthy performance, uh, to to quote the Iron Sheiky baby, go fuck yourself. You're you're yeah. you're, you're kidding yourself. 
if you're looking for any kind of Oscar-worthy performances here. If you don't know what you're getting into, then you've walked into the wrong theater. You've rented the wrong movie on Amazon. You're the idiot, not the people that made the movie. I'm sorry. I mean, by this time, but by this time, if you're looking for realism, you're never going to find it in these movies. No, but there. But when I talk to Jen, whenever me and Jen talk, (sighs) the the topic of suspension of disbelief comes up, and you have to suspend your disbelief for certain things. But but more importantly, you suspend your disbelief. But every movie has its own rules. It has its own unwritten and written rules. Yeah, and if you can't suspend your disbelief, go watch a documentary. It's supposed to follow and go by. These rules are are made for the movie for you to follow. Yes. They're supposed to be there. Halloween has always had the rules that Michael Myers is a mortal man. He is just a man. He is not supernatural. He is not a zombie. He's not a deadite. He's not a dream demon. He's not a... uh, 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 anything else a mutant none of that he is a mortal man that has been or a a person that's been consumed by evil and likes to kill things yeah like a crazy person so when you have when you have halloween 2018 and the damage that he takes (sighs) it's hard to believe that he's mortal then in halloween (sighs) kills when he takes even more damage and the fact that he gets that he got curb stomped on the staircase, that 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 right there should have been toward the end. Yeah, but it was the ride was fun up to that point, man. I, you know, um, I didn't find any sort of social, socioeconomic, yeah. economic, or bullshit with Little John, Big John. Yeah, I didn't buy into the, I didn't buy into any of that because. You can't again. You can't have it both ways. You can't ask for inclusion and then well, say that it was a hate crime when they're living in the Myers house. Yeah. Well, I'll say this: if the directors, Jesus Christ, if if other people involved in this movie didn't come out and say when 2018 came out, oh, this is a this is part one of a three part movie series in 2018, then as I'm watching the the town people beat the crap out of them. I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have had a, the thought of, well, he's going to survive anyways because they need yeah. to make the third movie. Yeah. If they didn't say anything about a third movie, I think I would have enjoyed this movie a little bit more because this could be the end. This could be it. Yeah, I would have been a whole different headspace, and I probably would have bought into it more had I not known I'm in for another movie. Which don't get me wrong, I'm a sucker like I always am. I'm going to watch yeah. that one too. I'll watch it but too. Still, I, I'm not even going to lie. Gamed themselves. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Basically, Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah, so yeah, it's the same shit. You know, I, I mean, just I don't understand. I've watched this movie three times now. I watched Halloween Kills three times. I've seen it three times. I bought the shirt from Hot Topic because, again, I I enjoy this movie for what it is. It is violent. It is gory. We finally have a Michael Myers movie where the kills are on camera. They're on screen. Yeah, the majority seriously. of other movies, <laughs> the majority of the Halloween yeah. movies, the kills are off camera. You, you see the after effects. You see the after kills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's no blood. Go back and watch Halloween part one and count the blood. There is none. Go right. back and watch Halloween two. Count the blood. Very little. It's like the black goop coming out of his eyes when both of his eyes were shot out. Halloween three. The one Ugh. movie without Michael Myers has the most gore and horrific deaths in it. Oh my God. And Michael Myers isn't even in the movie. 
yeah. aside from a TV commercial. So <laughs> this movie gave me that. But if in Halloween ends, it is not revealed that Michael Myers is some kind of silver shamrock robot. I'm going to be very disappointed because. Yeah. You, you, yeah. If you're, if you're Dan McBride and crew, you've painted yourself into a real fucked up corner. Oh, he already. Yeah. Especially how after all the beating that he took, the ass whooping that he took from uh, all those people, he shows up back into the house and takes out uh, uh, Judy Green. He takes her out like, 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 you know, like, like he just had an Activia and then a, and a Sinzu bean and just popped up with like, Oh, I'm slice and dice. Oh Come my on. God. He's got to be a robot. He's got to be some kind of more than man. Yeah. And, ah, uh, it's this movie but is you know the what? most entertaining frustration I've had. Yeah. And that's, and that's honestly, in, in my opinion, before this movie even existed, that's always been, that's always been the, uh, the, the ultimate question and problem with Michael Myers is that there's some things that don't need to be explained. Yeah. And, and in my opinion, not just Michael Myers, or honestly, most most all horror monsters, I don't want an explanation. Yeah. If you can yeah. explain it to me and I can wrap my head around it, guess what? It's no longer scary. Yeah, that is true. That is very I've, true. I've gone on record as saying this a million times before. The shit that scares me is what I don't understand and I don't see. If you're explaining it to me, you're holding my hand through the whole movie. Yeah. Then you have turned it into an extractual fucking video for getting a job at Blockbuster. You have turned, taken it away from being something I need to figure out on my own. Mm -hmm. You have basically you have turned me into a eight year old kid that you're trying to teach how to do multiple basic yes. multiplication. Yes, exactly. This is why I, I I really enjoy the very first seventy eight Halloween because there's no yeah. explanation. There's yeah, you nothing. Don't need one. Th 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 That's what's scary, dude. And I hate to, you know, again, all 19 listeners who are listening right now, I hate to make you fucking shake in your boots, but at any given moment, somebody could kick your fucking door down and murder your whole family. Sad to say. But you know what? That's some scary shit, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what Halloween was. That's, That's what the, the first, first movie was. was supposed to be. Psycho is psycho is psycho for a reason, because it is yeah. not rational. Yes. It does not make sense. It does not need an explanation. I, and that's, and, and, dude, sorry the media across <laughs> the board yeah books comics movies podcasts uh you know radio drama podcasts all this different shit don't hold my hand stop stop acting like i'm too fucking stupid to get it yes and you know what if i am too stupid to get it shame on my ass that's my fault yes obviously your media wasn't for me because i'm too damn dumb to fucking grasp the concept so Hot but take. yeah but, but but yeah, it's this movie. I like it, but it's a frustration enjoyment. I it I, I it's it's hard it's it's hard to enjoy when you start thinking about it. Like what they built him up to be human, or they they storylined him to be human, but mm -hmm. in the but visually they built him up to be a machine. Yeah. And, so the guy who lived through a house fire in a fucking uh, booby trapped house mm -hmm. killed forty seven firemen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. While he's on fire, half on fire with a water hose that had no water pressure. Apparently. All this random shit. Yeah, right. Um, all this shit. And I go back to the 2018 Halloween. Mm -hmm. How in the flying fuck was he locked up to the floor in the middle of a wreck yard at a fucking insane asylum? And maybe I need to go watch the movie again, but I feel like there should have been some sort of mention in the in the dialogue there how mm -hmm. Michael has killed forty seven people since he's been in that insane asylum. 
How? Unless they unless they drug him, but then again, right. yeah, a, a lot of things were not mentioned. A lot of things were not said. If you're gonna explain it to me, explain it to me fully. But if you're gonna hold my hand, hold my hand through the whole thing. Yeah. But again, we say all this stuff, we talk all this oh, trash. Sorry. But you know what? We're going to watch Halloween ends next year. You're right. And, I'm an idiot. <laughs> and I will probably buy the shirt. I will probably own a poster or something, a sticker or something, just because I am that guy. God. <clears throat> so jumping from one horror movie that came out, <laughs> let's jump to a horror movie series. That's Creep Show. Season three oh, has been out. Uh, and we've had uh, Michael Roker. We've had a few other uh, big, some, some names in there. Michael Roker as Michael, Michael Roker. Roker. As, as Mike, pretty much himself. Uh, <laughs> bully, 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 bully. He's the same had, guy in every movie. <laughs> we, we've had Daniel, Har- Daniel Harris in mm-hmm. one of the episodes. Uh, it's been, a, for see, this is season three. We got, we got six, epi- well, technically 12 stories in six episodes right uh they have been entertaining i've enjoyed them i have really enjoyed them uh i have i, I love i love the creep show series i really do so what like how, how did you feel about this season because, uh, you, because let, let's be honest you got shutter recently and yes. you kind of uh i'm playing catch-up you're playing catch-up but i am but, but you've been bum rushing every episode and oh, how have you weird. liked it you know, I'm clamoring. I always check every day because I don't. I admittedly don't know when the when they're scheduled to come out. The episodes. I'm, I'm assuming it's once a week. Yes. Okay. Once so I've, 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 I'm I'm far too busy and important of a man to keep up with schedules. <laughs> let's be yeah. honest. But uh, no, um, I've really enjoyed them uh, because you know I've gone on saying before, but in case you're new, I'll say it again. Um, these episodes are very much in the heart. And soul of the original creep show. These it doesn't. This is a perfect example. If it's not being broke, don't fix it. Like every one of these episodes has got a certain degree of one to ten on the cheese factor. Uh-huh. That's the whole point, I think, in my opinion, of creep show is that uh, one being cheesy dumb to ten being like terrifying. And some of them have been very terrifying. Yeah. Some of them have been complete comedy shows. Um. I think Greg Nicotero did the last two episodes or the last uh, two stories in the last episode. The, Greg Nicotero the... has done pretty much almost one has done almost a uh, one story per episode. So okay. he did. So Greg Nicotero directed Queen Bee in the uh, mm-hmm. first episode. He directed Skeletons in the Closet, second episode. He directed because now I'm looking at them now. Like now I'm looking at the list. He directed the things in, Oak, in Oakwood's past. On episode five, mm-hmm. and then he directed Drug Traffic in episode six. Okay, so in particular, uh, Oakwood's past and Drug Traffic, right? Yes. Those are both him. Yes, I can tell at the time that those were written, Greg Nicotero <laughs> was feeling some type of way about the socioeconomic climate uh, in regards to immigration, <laughs> yeah, and uh, pandemics and disease control. <laughs> Greg Nicotero had some things to say and wanted to make sure that he knew we, you know, we knew how he felt and that's fine. I get it. Uh, you know, I know that although I'm not necessarily a fan of, this is my personal opinion. So Mm -hmm. don't, don't, don't stream me up and, you know, don't, don't put me on the fire just yet. But for me, escapism doesn't involve realism. Yeah. Okay. So like, I know the world sucks. I know that, 
society is struggling. And I'm not going to say the whole entire world sucks because I'm part of the entire world. But I, I know that in 2021, we were at a place in the world where we're just, for whatever reason, can't get on the same fucking page. And I don't mm-hmm. get it. So for me, I really look forward to my escapism. I look yeah. forward to my professional wrestling and my my uh, my comics and my cartoons and my, my creep shows. And um, that was the thing that kind of bothered me in the last two episodes. They were good episodes. For what they were, if you're following the story, you're like, okay, I get it, man. Cool. But like, again, uh, and maybe, you know, maybe it's a detriment to myself that I bitch and complain about having my hand held too much. I don't think these episodes necessarily held my hand too much. Mm -hmm. But for me, a little too on the nose about realism. I'm like, okay, I get it. Okay. (laughs) You know, we're, we're going through some shit here, but like, show me the monster. You know what I mean? Uh Um, I didn't, you know, man. I don't know what Shudder's budget is in regards to special effects and whatnot, uh, but that animated episode, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, cost-effective, well, I guess. Well, I'll say this: uh, in *Tales from the Crypt*, the HBO series, *Tales from the Crypt*, when they started getting to the end of the seasons and the end of the series because they're running out of money, they went animated because it was cheaper to do, uh... and they even outsourced filming to the UK because it was cheaper. So, okay. uh, yeah. So, th- so there's that. I mean, they have Greg Nicotero doing things. They've got people like Joe Lynch and Joe Hill, and uh, and uh, John Esposito, and like people who are good in their and their uh, careers. The masters of the field. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Dini, uh, Dini, Dini, Dini. Paul. I forget it. I Paul Dini. Yeah. yeah. So you have people who are masters in their field coming in to help with the series because they love the creep show brand, which does help them out. But the animated episodes do seem like a dip and you're getting going. You're enjoying the series. You're waiting for the new episode to come out and you get these animated episodes that are not even on the same level. They, they feel like a step down. So yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of tough, but I mean, overall, I mean, I love the series. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, sure. And, you know, I, I'll just ask, did you have a favorite episode this time? Um, I really, um, I actually, I, I enjoyed Michael Rooker uh, in, that, uh, <laughs> in that episode because, you know, it's Michael, Rooker. Point, it's Michael Rooker. He plays himself very well. Um, let me, as I'm sitting here talking, I'm going to go to my uh, shutter. Well, three, like, well, uh, well, here, I'll, I'll read the title names off. That okay, way that yeah, might yeah. trigger memories. Thank you. So we have Mums, Queen Bee. Skeletons in the Closet, Familiar, The Last Superaya, Okay, I'll Bite, Stranger Sings, Meter Reader, Time Out, The Things in Oakwood's Past, Drug Traffic, and A Dead Girl Named Sue. (laughs) That's right. Okay. Meter Reader. Um, You know, I I, I honestly enjoyed Meter Reader. I thought it was a very simple premise, but it was mm-hmm. fun. It was yeah. fun. Uh, you know, the twist at the end there was pretty good. And that's the thing. That's what that's what I I've, I've always gone and on and saying is that I really enjoy a good twist. If you can uh, if you can catch me off guard and you can surprise me, then that's good, man. I wasn't gonna you know. And again, spoilers. I just didn't see it happening the way it happened with uh, the daughter ended up being like the little vampire hunter chick or whatever. But yeah, it worked. It worked. Um, 
Night of the Paul. That was a uh, funeral home mortician <laughs> is Monkey Paul. Oh, where he um, God, I didn't much like. I much care for that one. Um, yeah. what was the one where they put the little zombie girl in the uh, in the one that the guy killed and did shit to? Oh, like she ended up getting. Oh, the, a dead girl named Sue, which. If you're a fan of horror movies, supposedly happens during the events of the original Night of the Living Dead. It has the same TV news audio happening in the background that happens during the movie of the original George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead. Oh, okay. Okay, because... Yeah, and plus I saw like didn't there, wasn't there like a little picture like in the animated episode where it was like George Romero taking a, a selfie with somebody or something like that? It was like in a picture frame, like a cartoon. Yeah, in the, I think yeah. in the cartoon episode. Oh yeah, for, yeah, in the cartoon episode. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, then yeah. I mean, I like that one. That was pretty cool <laughs> because it, it it did remind me of the Night of the Living Dead in yep. the way it was filmed and 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 even down to wardrobe uh, and hairstyles and stuff like that. It all had that. That's not true. living dead feel to it, you know that that hokey. Uh, um, what's that Andy Griffith show like? Oh, the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> yeah, that Andy Griffith show feel to it, man. That's I think it really yeah. worked well for it. I, I thought it was great, I, and I like that this is this is the second episode that has uh, a tie to, to the original Night of the Living Dead, because in the second season we had the one up ep- the one episode with Justin Long where he was able to go inside movies and kind of act out inside movies. <laughs> yeah. And he was in Night of the Living Dead. That's right. That's right. That one was a, that one I considered a comedy. Uh, it had like, you know, some, uh, some undertones about relationships being fucked up by media. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like obsessive, uh, compulsive, you know. Well, that and the whole fantasy fandom. about, you know, leaving, living out your fantasy via TV, but actually living out your fantasy via VR uh, chamber. Yeah. So, uh yeah like yeah there was that and uh this is yeah it was great to see an actual night of the living dead tie-in episode in creep show that that worked because in the last season we had the evil dead tie-in we had we had that yep. tie-in episode which was great and this was even better uh for myself probably my favorite episode was probably Oh man, I, I got this. It's either there are skeletons in the closet because of all the props and Easter eggs in that in that uh, episode. That is the Raimi one, right? No, 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 no. Skeletons in the closet about the kid who or the guy who owns the the prop museum. Oh, his, that's right, that's right. Yeah. And his dad ended up being one of the skeletons, and that's he would right. uh, set his dad stuff killed up. Raiden. Yeah, yeah, his dad killed Raiden for him. Was well, well, he killed Raiden. His dad killed. Skeleton Raiden. That's right. That's right. So I, I thought I thought that was a uh, pretty cool. Yeah, just, yeah. just something different. Just something different. Uh, but that one was a good one. Uh, ooh, and I gotta say, Time Out was fun. That one was a fun one. Which one was Time Out? The one with the closet, the little uh, like the, the little uh, closet. Like a curio thing. Oh, the snap, going there. like he thought he forgot the key outside of the door. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That was kind of a bummer too, man. That one, that one was like, it was good, but man, that was a depressing episode. Yeah, it was depressing, guess, all right. If there's one thing I can tell you that I understood from the episode is that time is fleeting and there's not enough of it. Yes, and that's just a bummer to be reminded yeah. as a 40 year old man that time is like a commodity we don't often have. <laughs> yeah. 
but also a, a, a girl, a dead girl named Sue was good. But I did again, skeletons in the closet. I thought was really good. And here's the question though: throughout every episode this season, did you notice? The, did you find the ashtray? Did you find the creep show ashtray? No. Uh-uh. Well, because it's in every episode. That of course thing it is. is. <laughs> it's like the of pizza planet truck. It's like the pizza planet truck, but it's for horror. <laughs> Oh man! Speaking of horror, like uh, as we are doing, but yeah, one of the things that's always messed me up, and it's just a, I guess it's more of a phobia than anything else. And it happened. When, it started with uh, with um, not the ring, but uh, the grudge. Yeah, like there's something that really creeps me the hell out about like an Asian woman with like white face paint and long black hair. Oh, okay. And her eyes bugging out of her face, like ooh, <laughs> that shit fucks me up, man. I'm so like, the drug ah! traffic. And then drug traffic got and got you whenever uh, the girls yes. like insides and heads sort of floating around. Yes, I was like, no, I don't want to go to Asia. I don't want to know, like, Asia? whatever. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't want to be specific. I didn't know if she was Japanese or what. You know what I mean? Like, for a minute there, I thought this. I thought that episode was going to have to do with Wendigos for a little bit there. I Ooh, thought maybe okay. she would have been a Wendigo. You know what I mean? Because she's about, come from Canada. Yeah, I wasn't expecting her to be like a you know spoiler a floating head with a intro. Yeah. spine body mass thing hanging off the back of her head i'm not gonna but, lie i was kind of expecting a werewolf i was kind of expecting her to come and become a werewolf yeah so we're, you and i are saying the same thing i guess yeah. essentially but um you know when i think wendigo i think of the old x-men uh arcade game wendigo, wendigo. <laughs> yeah I, i'm right there with you i'm right there oh with man you. but yeah but no it was good Oh yeah, you know, so so you kind of like sped watched all of them within the last few weeks or oh, two yeah. months. So what yeah. did you think of all of them? I mean, again, uh, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. I mean, I can't give you any bad examples. I can't think of an episode where I was just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> you know, what I mean, uh-huh. I didn't have any of that because again, I go into it knowing what I'm looking in. You know, what I'm about to see, I know what to expect. You yeah. know, what I mean? you know, and. Uh, they give infinite respect for me for that, for that fact that they didn't try to, you know, reinvent the wheel. I mean, it's, there's a reason why, you know, creep show, you know, action figures always sell out and why every printing of the original uh, book that comes out, sells out and goes on the aftermarket for 80 to a hundred dollars. It's just, it is what it is. It it struck a chord with everybody because in my personal opinion, it found a way to, it was like, kind of like the forefather of bringing that EC terror comics thing to the screen. You know what I mean? That is very true. That is very true. That's, you know, that was a niche that no one had found yet. And Creepshow found it. That is very, yeah, I, I will have to agree with that. I'll definitely have to agree with that. It's Creepshow is kind of like the unsung hero of just, you know, just fun horror, just like fun, enjoyable horror. Like it's like, it doesn't take itself too comical like uh, Telson Crib does sometimes from HBO. But at the same time, it has good special effects, good practical effects, and good stories uh, that, that it will entertain you. And so, yeah, I, I've enjoyed this series. I know a lot of people don't like it because they're expecting like the crate sequels or they're expecting something else from like the original or the second one. And they're hyped, they hype themselves up to think it's going to be another... Uh, creep show movie when this is just a TV series. You're, right. You're, you're expecting way too much. So, you know, side note, and maybe you can help me with this. I can't remember what 
series it was from. But I know it was an anthology series from back in the 80s and 90s. Uh-huh. Uh, it might have been Tales from the Dark Side. I'm not sure. Okay. But uh, it was an episode. One of the episodes was um, this guy was walking. It was, it was probably in the 80s, early 90s. He was walking mm-hmm. around, and he uh, he seen – it was like in the city, inner city. Yeah. He saw like a winged gargoyle monster demon. Tales from the Dark Side. You know exactly what episode I'm talking about? Yes. And actually, the funny enough – the guy in there was also Second Raiden, who gets killed. Who gets killed in Creepshow? No shit, uh, the same guy. Same guy, same actor. God damn, it, I need to go back and watch that episode <laughs> because that that my whole point being is that episode messed me up as a kid. Yeah, that's from Dark Side. And that episode taught me one thing: when somebody tells you a secret, you don't fucking tell that secret, dude. Uh, that great, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That, that like, is true. Because you can marry that. <laughs> Holy that's shit! True. I was like, ah, you just. Have to say nothing, you idiot. Why did you say that? Why did you t- oh, say something? Man. And then you see the kids standing there, the ki- both kids, mm-hmm. and they're turning into they're turning into creatures. Yep. Uh, and then the ending scene of a uh, of like the the gargoyle family up on the roof because yep. uh, it was good, it's so, so good. good. It was just. God, so I'm gonna go back and watch that now. I have to find <laughs> that. I believe that is on Shutter. I think. Oh man, so good. I think it's on Shutter. I think one of the one of the episodes of Tells from the, not Tells from Dark Side, Tells from the Crypt that I remember is the episode. I think it might be the first episode, but Demi Moore married the big fat guy. Oh no, that was in first season, but that wasn't the first episode. But that was season one or season two? No, season one or season two, I believe. Well, yeah, she she marries the uh, the fat guy because she's she told she's told that uh, he's going to be rich and wealthy. Yeah, and. Uh, not what happened. <laughs> no, that's not no. what happened. That's one of the ones that stuck with me for whatever reason. <laughs> so, but yeah, Tilson Group is always fun. That, oh, that's always fun. Uh, I'm really glad that M Night didn't get the rights, or uh, the 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 negotiations fell through for M Night's Tilson Crypt. I'm really glad those that fell through. What news flashed to me? I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, back in 2015, 14 or 15. Oh, uh, M. Knight was going to do a Tales from the Crypt. Ooh, we and, dodged a bullet there. And uh, he, he even had like a little teaser set up for it. Uh, if, you could probably YouTube it. He had a teaser set up for it, which shows his new version of the Crypt Keeper. Because oh, you know what? I feel like I did see that, but it was so stupid that I just forgot yeah. about it. I pushed it and on my head. the fan backlash because right. a, a, they wanted to put it on CBS. Then oh, they're like, no, no, we'll, they're like, no, no, we'll move it to, um, I think TBS. <laughs> and fans are like, no, you have to, you know, come on. The first one was on HBO and it was great. You have to have it on a network to where there is gore, there is nudity, there is profanity, there is all of this. You can't just censor all this to cater to the hot topic fandom. And eventually, fan backlash canceled this series before it even went off the ground. Holy crap! It, I forgot about that. Oh yeah, because the go because the big deal was, uh, whenever they announced it, was like John because John Cassier, who voiced the Crypt Keeper on HBO, was like, "Yeah, I've got nothing to do with this series. I'm not involved at all. Uh, I know I was contacted one time, and then I haven't heard back." And I think wow. when I think whenever that kind of uh, set the tone for what the series is going to be, uh, everybody was like, "No, nah, no, nope, not interested." 
Wow, no kidding, man. That's crazy. Yeah. I completely. I think my mind just wanted to forget about that. Uh, you're not the only one. You're definitely Holy not the only. Cannoli. Yeah, it's yeah. It was it was a good. So wow. But but yeah. So with Halloween finally being over, were there any movies that you got to watch that we didn't cover in our bracket system, like that you enjoyed to watch or? I mean, shout out to Joe Bob Briggs, man. I need to get back into watching that <laughs> because uh, Shutter has really, you know, let me jump feet first back into the horror genre. Uh, you know, yes. I love my wife to death, but this woman does not like horror movies, so I don't get to spend that kind of bonding time with her. I have to do it like I'm, I kind of have to treat horror movies <laughs> the same way I treat porn. You know what I mean? And so, like, you watch her by yourself. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> On the download <laughs> and shit like that. You know what I mean? Um, so. <laughs> It's it's kind of I have it followed in the same category. It's is weird, but um, no, I've been, I've enjoyed it, man. Uh, I, no no other movie really comes to mind immediately that really jumped out at me. I mean, we've covered uh, Squid Game, which wasn't a horror; it's just a suspense drama. Yeah, it's uh, more suspense series. drama. More suspense drama. Yeah, with uh, just shock value imagery. Um, no, man, I, I think this the I think the hot ticket right now was just the idea that. Uh, when you, you know, kind of bring it around back to professional wrestling, where you have a, a third quarter of the year where your profit is $256 million. Yeah. And you have to let go of 18 people. And, and I've seen both sides of the argument on social media recently. Uh, there's two different camps from what I can tell. Mm-hmm. There's the camp that is compassionate and cares about other people's well-being, i.e. you and I. Yeah. And the other camp, which is like, mind your own fucking business. You don't own a company, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, internet. At yeah. a certain point, I wonder if trolls like that and people who are like, you know, apologists for shit like this, mm-hmm. I wonder if they realize how anonymous and nameless they are when they, when they come off like this. Yeah. Is they Vince going to write you a, is Vince going to write you a fucking personal thank you letter? You idiot. Cause if he's no. not, then shut the fuck up. Who cares? Like we get it. You're devil's advocate. Okay. Like, well, yeah, you have, I think fanatics, Fanatics are great for the money, but they're terrible for the fandom. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah, uh, it's 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 like it's like Star Wars fans. Uh, right. And I know, get it, man. I, I know they yeah. were getting paid to sell their ass. And uh, dude, if I could get paid, who knows? Just throw a number out there: a hundred thousand dollars a year to not do anything. Yep. You won't get a peep out of me, dude. I'll never complain. Yeah. But like from a from a from a fans' perspective you know, with common sense, mind you, that's a big part we need to mention here. Uh, all of this talent wasted mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Another thing that's we come back around to that time is a commodity wasted. Yep. Sitting around, not as an artist, as a, as a professional wrestler, you're an artist. You're telling a story. Every time you step between those ropes, you're not, you're missing another opportunity every day. It goes by that you're not on TV or not out on the road. You're not establishing your brand. Vince, in essence, because let's be honest, it's Vince. He's taking away your artistic freedom, and he's paying you to be subjected to the idea that you are just his toy in a toy box. Yeah. And if he decides he wants to play with you, he'll pull you out. If not, he bought you. He's going to put you at the bottom of the toy box, and he'll come around to, if he wants to play with you for fucking SummerSlam, he'll think about it. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. Uh, so, you know, I'm not, I, I've never, ever been a WWE apologist. So when it's bad, it's fucking <laughs> bad. I call a spade a spade. Yeah. And WWE has got a, 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 like two or three saving graces in regards to the storytelling right now. Outside of that is 
fucking hot garbage. Yeah, it's. And that's good. coming from a guy. That's coming from a guy who's forty, who knows, who is cognizant of the fact that I am not the target audience. I get it. Yeah. I know they don't give a shit about me. That's. Yeah. But. Guess what? Whenever I have kids and I'm sharing my wrestling uh, fandom with them, mm-hmm. guess what I'm not doing? Showing them WWE. Well, I I would say the same. I would say the same. But at the same time, uh, kids have different outlooks on things. Kids have different outlooks on things. No, you're and, right. And and I could say I would say that about WWE product right now. But I've got two kids who have favorites that are in the WWE. And to deny them to see their favorites for the sake of my dislike of the brand, I can't do them justice. Parker loves Jeff Hardy. He loves seeing Jeff Hardy. He loves the new day. It's like, I'm not, and I'm not going to deny him from seeing that. Gwen, as you know, as we all know, loves Bailey, big diehard Bailey fan. She loves Bianca Belair and she loves Sasha because she's in star Wars. (laughs) Cannot deny her to watch <laughs> yeah. those people, and I let them watch it. I will tell them, like they'll come and ask me, "Hey, are are so and so is so and so on SmackDown? Is so and so on Raw this week?" And I'll go through and I'll watch them. Like, yeah, they're in this one segment. Do you want to watch this one segment, or do you want to watch the whole thing? No, I just want to watch the segment. They'll watch it, and then they'll walk away, and they're like, "Okay, I'm done. That's it." So yeah, they're so, they're so they're get they're getting their part of what they want to watch, and they leave the product. They they. One watch the rest. Man, I, I, I guess my whole thing is like, as as consumers, we speak with our we speak with our dollars. You know what I mean? We, we, speak, we definitely speak with our dollars. We definitely speak. With and so dollars. it's like for me, it's like if I wanted to see WWE change to a product that's worth me watching, uh, yes. then I'm not watching it anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the ratings hey, are gonna have truth. to go down because of me. Hey, that's truth. You know, we it's. It, I don't know what the what the meeting room what the meeting conference room of wwe is like right now i mean we can only guess what's happening in there but i can't imagine that they're having good conversations with positivity you know they're i don't know i i i I can't even guess because of just every time we think we know what's going to happen they flip the script and they release more people that we don't think they would that they would ever release and it's just it's crazy. It is strange. It's crazy. I am, yeah. I am of the mindset. I'm starting to. I'm starting to believe it's true that at some point this, they're going to sell the company. I think they're but, getting ready to sell it. I think they're getting ready ready to sell it to CBS or something, someone like that. Yeah. If there's one thing as a fan of WWE, a lifelong fan, one thing I've learned is that Vince, <laughs> Vince will, you know, uh, shoot himself. You know, he'll he'll shoot himself in the foot. You know what I mean? He'll uh, he'll cut off his nose despite his, despite his face. You know what I mean? He, he would will. rather sell the whole company than to ever, ever see it in the hands of anyone outside of him. And I'm including his, his daughter family. in Triple H. Yeah. His, including his family. He's already, it's, in, in no uncertain terms, he's already told Triple H to go fuck himself with pretty NXT. Much. Pretty much. There's no other way to read that. Pretty There's much. not. So also, well, like since we kind of jump back into wrestling, uh, and since we're local to the area, also this week, our uh, beloved Astros did not win the World Series. They uh-huh. lost it in Game Six, but they made it to but they made it to the World Series. So, you know, congrats for them. And uh, just a quick shout out to Astros super fan Rosie, who 
loves Lizzie. the Astros. Diehard Astros fan. Has yeah. like probably like 15 million bobbleheads of every player in her uh, her room. And some really cool artwork drawn by a really talented artist that yeah. was used during an Astros game. Yeah, but who's, who's counting? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, those bobbleheads, their, their heads bobble. So well, they have the art can bobble. If you can, if you can put the art on the spring and tape the spring to the wall, same shit. I'm sure that's called hentai. If <laughs> if it bobbles, I'm sure that's <laughs> yeah, called, it does. If art bobbles, it's called hentai. Look, man, I'm not here to judge. <laughs> Anybody, Rosie included, you know, Rosie, if you're listening to this, do with the, do with the artwork with whatever you want. <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> it's yours now. It is yours. It's now. all yours, ma'am. You do what you need to do. Uh, but uh, so, like you know, this is this has been a fun episode. Just us talking, kind of, yeah, man, catching up. But I will say, I have played a new game lately. Uh-oh. I discovered a new game. I got, I've been playing Back for Blood here and there. It's fun, but. Uh, I've discovered a new game. Well, not a new one, but it's kind of old. But I've been playing World War Z on the on the place on the Xbox. Uh, oh, okay. Pretty much, it's the the game, the division, with a zombie skin over it. Because you play in groups of four, bots or humans. You're trying to do missions and trying to do things, but you get weapons in different cities and stuff. And it's just a lot of fun, and you're it's basically you're fighting a sea of zombies. And you, you set up traps. World War Z, like it's based off the book and the movie. I think this is. I think this is loosely based off the movie, with huh. several liberties taken that make okay. this much better than the movies. So, and it's nothing against the movie. I have the movie somewhere on Steelbook, but the movie's okay. This game is just a lot of fun. That's because awesome. you because you have different classes of people that you can choose. You can be a healer. You can be a, a the, the mercenary, you can be the uh, the inventor, uh, the mechanic, all that stuff. And it's a lot of fun. And you can be Leroy Jenkins. And you can be Leroy Jenkins and try to take on all these zombies and get yourself destroyed. Merc. Like, like, like I was the first few times I played it. Yes. I got destroyed. Uh, but it's a fun game. Once you learn it, it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. That's awesome. So yeah, if you're if you're definitely need need a zombie kick and you can't afford Back for Blood, uh, World War Z is free with Game Pass. But unfortunately, what I found out late last night is that you only get four stages for free. You have to pay for the other stages via the store. And Man, World War Z brought to you by yeah. EA Sports. It's in the game. <laughs> it's in the store. It's in your basket. Oh man, bastards! Yeah, it's yeah. That's the only downside. But they had a cool, but the cat, but they had little, little cool Halloween trinkets because your character has a backpack it has, with stuff hanging off of it, like you know, like you did back in high school. Or oh, nice! School. I still do that. What are you talking about? <clears throat> so, uh, my character has like glowing pumpkins hanging off his backpack. That's dope. Right, Funko well, first, keychains. <laughs> pretty much like they're, like they're like big Funko keychains. But at first, he had like a zombie hand hanging off his backpack. But now That's he has awesome. like a glowing pumpkin, hang, like Halloween style Michael Myers pumpkin, hanging off his backpack. That's which badass. is pretty cool. Which it was, it was pretty cool. I have so, the I, I bought the NECA Ultimate Michael Myers, uh, not the one from the most recent one, but the one before that from 2018. Or it might have been the 2018 one with the glowing pumpkin, the one with the pumpkin with the light inside. Okay, that might have been. Oh wait. Okay, did it come with like the the human the head jack o' lantern? No, it came with the Judith, Judith Meyer headstone. So it must have been the previous Ultimate. Yeah, yeah that, that must have been the OG one then. Because, okay, yeah. well, from what I remember, you have the OG, 
Then you had part two, which came with the Ben Tramer head, which you can uh, kind of switch out. Okay. Yeah, the 2018, which came with like the, the police cop jack-o'-lantern head, like the human head. Right. And then you had uh, the Halloween Kills figure with like the burnt side of the face. Yeah. So this one, this one came with a, literally a uh, pumpkin head that the the, the the pumpkin head that the you pumpkin. can yeah. turn the light on, and it's used Myers uh, headstone. Pretty. Oh cool. yeah. Well, again, yeah, that's the that's the first OG. That's the OG one. That's yeah, cool. I love that figure, man. And I, I, I don't as much as I'd love to just buy all the great horror figures <laughs> I see. Like I just don't have any room for that shit, man. It's, I, I'd it's be, a lot. I, yeah, I have to literally right. focus on like I for, I focus on like four things: is turtles, wrestling, Spider Man, and Disney. Those are the four <laughs> things that I can yeah. legitimately make room for. Um, but speaking of games, real quick, uh, there's a game I uh, you've heard of the Jackbox games, right? The ones that you, uh, you you download on your Xbox or your Switch, and then like you play with your groups of friends with on their cell phones. Yes, I, yeah, I think we group. played that. I think we played that one time before a pay per view. Jackbox games are so much fun, man. Uh, very <laughs> underrated because they're such yeah. they're mini games are so obtuse and so dumb, but like once you learn the strategy of them, become very fun. Um, yeah. Earlier before we recorded, I pre gamed you with this T-shirt I'm wearing. This is going to be a, a description as opposed to a visual aid. Uh, I might post it on our social media in case uh, <laughs> anyone wants to get yes, a look yeah. at it. Yes, post it on FRN uh, Instagram. Oh, yeah. So get Add this, that content. Uh, Add that content. Yes, you better believe it, man. Uh, but let me explain to you this shirt. And wh- I, I'm, literally, I'm wearing the shirt right now. And, well, yeah. And Aaron well, can read it. Because before, because before the show, I saw the shirt. You had me read it. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Is that a Nine Inch Nails shirt? So basically <laughs> it says, Trent is someone I throw cocks at. <laughs> and i thought i thought this was a non-inch nails hate oh, shirt man. oh no 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 by no means uh trent Reznor is already self-deprecating as it is he doesn't need anybody to hate him he hates himself enough um it's a pretty little hate machine if you will <laughs> if you will baby no um so there's a game on the most recent jackbox game called job job okay and basically the game is how many players throw on there on your phone, on your personal device, it has it asks you questions, and mm-hmm. you're supposed to re- respond with answers. Just make up some shit, or it asks you a legit question. You're supposed to give a legit answer to. Okay. And it takes them all and throws them in a pot, and mixes all the words up, and fucks up the questions and answers, and sends them back out to people to answer the fucked up question with a regular, a real answer. <laughs> okay. Or it makes a statement sometimes, like it's, okay. how, how do you respond to this statement? And so what it is is we're playing the game. And this, one of the cool things about these Jackbox games is some of the content you create in the game, you can order uh, that stuff on T-shirts or <laughs> trading cards. Okay, um, that's, okay. There's a, there's a game that I'll show you here. One of them is called Champed Up Slam Down. Yeah. And it was a, a digital card game. But some of the games, you can make the card and you can buy the card. <laughs> that's that's me with a monster at my desk. And it's... My little shtick is not the champion of pulling an all-nighter. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of cool, but the shirt in the shirt in in question, uh, when the answer popped up on the screen for all the players to vote on, yeah, all of us lot, laughed so hard we all pissed our pants because it was one of the weirdest statements I've ever seen written down anywhere. And the game put it together, not me, not anyone else. And the game <laughs> threw us this thing and said, "Trent is someone I threw cocks at," which is funny. Let's unpack it for a minute here. Who, first off, who the fuck is Trent, right? So, it could, like you said, it could have been Trent Reznor. Yeah. Or it could be Trent Beretta. 
which yeah. would be kind of funny. Um, don't think for a second I won't take this shirt with me to New Orleans for AEW, and if there's a possible Trent meet and greet, uh, this is a photo op I could not pass <laughs> up on. Right? Well, well even with Orange Cassidy or uh, Chucky e. T. Oh, dude. Uh, talk about Botchamania. I'd have them corpsing, sir, with a shirt like this. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I bet Trent would ask me if he could buy the shirt from me. But, so, yeah, it says... Trent is someone, so it's not like Trent's anyone in particular. It's just some dude named Trent, right? And I'm I threw cocks at. So past tense, I no longer throw cocks at Trent, but at one point in the past, I threw multiple cocks at Trent. That's right. There's yeah. so much to unpack there, and there's, if you notice, there's not a period. This is just an open-ended statement. Trent is someone I threw cocks at. Dot, 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 essentially. The, the the game is not over. The story is not done being told, sir. Don't think for a second that on Job Job that I'm not typing the name Trent in for future answers just to see what else this game kicks out at me. So we're playing the game, and Nicole's like, <laughs> Nicole goes, and she starts laughing her ass off because she's looking at the, after the game is over, you can look at stuff you could order. And this popped up as an option. I said, order that shirt immediately. <laughs> And so, if you're if you if you never played Jackbox games, you can download them on your Game Pass or whatever the store is for the console of your choice. Uh, do that, and you know you have social get-togethers, play the games, and you can order shirts that say, like this: Trent is someone I threw cocks at. You know, like chickens or wieners, whatever. Hey, I'm not holding it by his hand. I mean, it, it, I mean, it, it's it's a it's a great shirt. It, it caught me off guard. This shirt know? is an allegory for what we're talking about for how ha- uh, for Halloween and all horror movies. Don't tell me everything. I don't need to know the whole goddamn story. If this shirt was a horror movie, uh-huh. Trent, and the movie started off like this. This is the opening dialogue. Trent is someone I threw cocks at. If, if, okay, if that shirt was a horror movie, it would a be directed by Rob Zombie. B, have Sherry Moon Zombie be the lead role, lead female role. <laughs> C, have a soundtrack by both Leonard Skinner and probably Ted Nugent. D, be shot somewhere in Alabama or even Arizona. Oh, come on, man. Are you telling me this shirt is a horror Billy shirt? This is not a horror Billy shirt. It's, it's a horror thrill Billy shirt. Dude, Trent. Okay, then who's playing Trent in this movie? Probably whoever is at the Walmart. At 8 a.m. Oh, by buying a uh, chewing tobacco. Oh man! Well, you know what? Then maybe he deserved <laughs> to have cockstone at him. I don't know. That's probably I'm not why. here to judge. That's yeah. probably why. You know, you know who threw it at him? Sherry Moon Zombie. He's yeah? the lead. Still in high school. Oh god! She'll be the 43 year old woman in high school. <laughs> yeah, the 43 year old, 43, 43 year old woman playing the 14 year old Lolita, fucking gel bait weirdo yeah. in the movie. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> see, as I see, as I'm saying, the cast and the concept of this movie, you're like, no, no, wait, yeah. As you think about it, it's true. Aaron, just go it's ahead and admit it. You need one of these shirts, buddy. That is a funny you ass shirt. Trent is someone I threw cocks at. <laughs> it, it is hilarious. It, it is a hilarious shirt. But so, I cannot, yeah. I cannot wear that around the house because the kids are learning. Well, Gwen can read. Gwen can read. <laughs> Gwen Parker can read? is learning. Parker's learning how to read, and I, I I cannot wear that around the house. I cannot Look, wear man, that around. I'm simply saying I will have my lovely wife send a link to you 
for you to order this. So if you go to an AEW show with us. It's a us shirt and, I can never wear. <laughs> and Trent, oh, listen, if Trent has a meet and greet at some fucking random place around town when AEW mm-hmm. hits town, we're going to that meet and greet. We're getting that, we're getting that photo op. <laughs> that, that would be hilarious. That, that, would be, that would be hilarious. Not only that, it would be a shtick. We'd follow him around to all his different meet and greets around Texas. And he'd be like, oh, it's the fucking cocktail guys. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. When this episode drops, I'll post it. But, uh, well, I, yeah, I, I mean, I already had to explain the shirt <laughs> Dusty Sucks Eggs to Gwen because she read the shirt <laughs> whenever WWE was doing like highlights or she found a video on uh, YouTube oh of an old WWE <laughs> like content where it had uh, the Dusty Sucks Eggs shirt. I'm like, oh, no. Okay, Gwen. Wah-wah. What he meant is that Dusty does not like scrambled eggs. He likes hard boiled eggs. There you go. <laughs> that, that are not cooked. Well, that's gross. And so that's the point. He's making fun of me. I had a PG, I had a PG down an insult from a t-shirt. Good job, man. <laughs> that's, that's so, dad. That's dad. One on right there. Yeah. It has to be done. And it, it was you very trying. Well. It was very trying. It was very trying. I, 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 I just hope that you never have to explain this one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hope so. I, I, I would hope so. Trent's a guy <laughs> I went to high school with and we were in ag together and he was being mean to the hens, and I was in the rooster pen, and roosters are also known as cocks, and I had to avenge the hen the hen pen. You were so throwing started, roosters at Trent? I was throwing roosters at Trent across this the walkway. This is FFA? FFA. It's like, uh, what was that game with the Angry Birds? Are you throwing pigs at the, <laughs> you're throwing birds at the pigs? Same Angry shit. Angry Birds? Angry Trent. Or it's uh, Angry Chris, and I'm throwing Angry uh, roosters at Trent. Well, let's say you could turn into like a Legend of Zelda, and Link like like wooden sword hit the chickens and have them all attack you. <laughs> that is not the first thing that came to mind. When you just said that, I imagine that wizard handing me a dildo would be like, it's dangerous. Take one of these or whatever. You're not. Oh, shit. It's and not wise that, to go alone. Take this, please. Yes, yeah, I go there. I couldn't think of the wording. It's not wise to go alone. Here, take this. Take it's just this. a big digital eight bit dildo. Oh, wow. Oh my god. Wow. My wife said, "Check chat." What the hell yeah. Talking about oh the Facebook chat. Probably part of the T-shirt or something or oh. old man yeah. Myers. Probably old oh, man yeah. Myers. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Hey, look, so, man, a, a minute, uh, an hour and 48 minutes and five seconds. We are yes. true to format, even without a guest. Even, yeah, even true, even true to form. So that being said, let's kind of wrap this up. It's been a great, <laughs> it, it, it has been a good episode without having a guest, just to kind of catch up. And again, I wanted to talk about Creepshow. I wanted yes. to talk about the, the, the wrestling stuff that's happening oh, with the releases. God. I wanted to talk about Halloween Kills. Uh, I wanted to say what game I'm playing, especially because I'm really enjoying World War Z. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. Uh, you need to jump in. E- e- even if it's for like a few minutes, you need to jump on. It's just a lot of fun. It's a lot uh, of fun. I have to look into that because I feel like on one of our Xboxes, we canceled our Game Pass to try to save oh, money. because no. we have. Well, because uh, yeah, we no, have it, that Disney trip in October, yeah, so we're yeah. trying to cut corners wherever possible. Hey, understandable, <laughs> understandable. <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised you cut Gamecast, especially with Halo coming out and Halo being a day one release on on Game Pass. I, you know, I know, man, but <laughs> I, ha- I had to have a come hey. to Jesus talk with myself. I don't have time, unfortunately. Hey, that's perfectly fine. That's perfectly fine. In the meantime, we'll have to watch wrestling and, and laugh at wrestling and play <laughs> and Jack Ross games. Oh, dude, we're playing Job Job. When when you come over for full, when y'all come over for full, full, full gear. Okay. Boom. 
That's and, hey. and it'd be the triumphant return of Trent. <laughs> Hopefully the kids won't be hit. Uh, you know, I'll have Gwen bring her switch. She'll be preoccupied with Pokemon and Animal Crossing. It'll be it's good. A, it's, it's a recipe for uh, it'll be good. Glory. It's a recipe yes. for glory. Uh, it, yes, it is. <laughs> so with all that being said, let's wrap this bad boy up. Let's take it home, as the uh, the wrestling marks like to say. And we are available on CrossTheStreamsMedia.com with several other podcasts, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Uh, Beer Appetit, Three Beers in a Mic, Three Beers in the MCU, uh, The Dorksmen, Secondary Heroes, as you heard Alexander from last week. Shout That's out. his podcast. They had their own bracket system, so go listen to that episode, which I shared on our Facebook page, and you'll be very surprised with A, who wins their bracket system, and B, how the hell that person wins their bracket system because of all their Austin hippie-like talk. So oh, go Jesus. check that episode out. Yeah, I, I, I was, if I could punch my computer screen and not damage it, I would do that several times while listening to the episode. You know, I like the way you worded that. Something like, uh, instead of alcohol by volume, I'm thinking of bullshit by volume. What's the hops count on this? Uh, horror, yeah, well, this have you have you ever heard? Have you ever seen that that TikTok or the Instagram stories video of like people use this like this audio clip over animals and this, and they're like, "What is that, bruh? Oh my god, what is that? Oh, <laughs> man, what is that? I have heard that. That is, it is like two hour, almost two hours of that type of voice plus Alexander talking about horror movies. Oh my gosh, bro. What is that? Oh, uh, friendly, what is that? Shade. I don't think it's friendly that. shade. Never hurt anybody. It's not friend. Yeah. I mean, it's just friendly shade. <laughs> it, it's, it's like I said, I enjoyed the episode overall. I enjoyed their podcast overall. It's sometimes I get frustrated when I hear them talk and it's like, they don't research or watch the show. They just go with guessing without any kind of research involved. Uh, that happens, yeah. and it's like listen. It's like listening to casuals try to be experts, and Oof. it frustrates me. It frustrates me. That's a, that's a, that just sounds like life in general, man. That's, but 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 that but that but that's right just me. That's just me because I get frustrated with people all the time. Uh, I I I do not like a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> you like me, right? That, yeah, you're 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 cool. But like <laughs> you're cool. You're fine. Um, but <laughs> I, I I get. I get taught. I get frustrated with a lot of people. Um, I tend to have a lot of patience, but just because I have patience doesn't mean that I think you're okay. Because in my mind, while I'm patient, while I'm like waiting out, I'm thinking of like 85 ways of seeing you die in my mind. <laughs> oh my god, your patience! Yeah, your patience because, is the same as that uh, that game Kerplunk with all the marbles and the fucking yes. sticks, and you just keep yeah. pulling the sticks until all just. Yeah, pretty much. Oh my uh, I think the best way to describe me is like th- th- there's that one movie called like The Secret World of Walter Smitty, or whatever the one, the, the one with um the one with um Steve Carell, right? No, no, uh, Dodgeball, Blazer, Laser, Taser. Oh, um, God, why can't I think of his name? Ben Stiller. Yeah, with Ben Stiller. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, like, well, like where he has where he has these wild like daydreams and everything. That's, that's right, pretty much that's me. Right. But every daydream is like somebody dying that I don't like. Oh damn! So, <laughs> so with all that being said, <laughs> be sure to check out the Secondary Heroes podcast. <laughs> yeah. right? Be sure to check out Secondary Heroes. <laughs> damn, Gina. Yeah. That's fun. Eh, it's all in good fun. It's all in good. No, I, they're, they're entertaining. They're fun. Uh, they're they're always fun, but. Yeah, we're all part of the Cross the Streams Network. 
checked out the site, at least test, listen to every podcast on there just to try to get, find one that you might enjoy. Who knows? Listen, you let's try, let's try to strike like. this. Let's try, let's try to strike this close to home. Okay. Uh, let's be real. When you go take a shit, it takes you at least 30 minutes to an hour to take a poop because you're also looking at social media. You're playing your game on your phone. I'm playing my game on my phone. So that's how I'm playing okay. Funko. And furthermore, game. yeah, you're a dad. <laughs> you don't yes. get quiet time. Quiet no, time is pooping time. It's the same yeah. time. So that is true. I don't know how many of our 19 listeners are dads or there's one little bit of peace and quiet. Go to a podcast while you're pooping and play your game. Give yes, it a shot. That is true. That is very much true. So, yeah, listen to the podcast. Give them a listen. You might find a favorite. You might find a favorite. Exactly. Uh, it, it, it's it's always fun. Um, I do have to say this. The uh, today I was I was going through. My, I was listening to my podcasts, and one podcast struck struck some emotions. One podcast struck some emotions. Uh, it's Cole Cabana's uh, Wrestling Anonymous podcast. Oh, man, it's such a good show, by the way. It, it is. It is. Um, the newest episode, someone called in with a Daphne story. I think I remember. Yeah, I heard this episode. And uh, I heard it today. It came out this week. I heard it today. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, that add a pause. Add a pause sure. on that one. Uh, yeah. People who know, know why. Uh, but that was, a, it was a good, overall it was a good episode, but that kind of struck me today as I'm listening, speaking of podcasts and stuff. Yeah. And I think this might be a perfect opportunity to point out that if anyone's listening in all seriousness, we bullshit and we talk a lot of crap here, man, but there's a, there's an underlying mental health issue. Uh, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a pandemic in itself and it's not just, uh, America, it's the whole world. Uh, I think, um, any, any, uh, any number of reasons why, uh, people are going through it, man. Uh, either it's a, uh, a chemical imbalance, or it's a it's a, a family issue. It's a it's, it's a love something. life issue. It's something. It's something. Uh, by all means, you're not alone. And I know it always. I know I'm sitting here saying that, but I'm not. I'm not you. So I don't know what you're going through. If you're listening and if you're going through something, but yeah, I can. I, I feel like I'm pretty confident in saying, even if you don't have someone close to you that cares, it doesn't mean that there's not anyone out there who doesn't care. You know what I mean? So, uh, reach out. Uh, social media connects you to the whole entire world. Uh, I know there's a lot of trolls and there's a lot of assholes out there, man. You can't avoid them, but there's also a lot of good people too who would love to just be an ear to lend. There, there, there are also 1-800 numbers that you can call and talk yes. yourself down. There's also a lot of outlets to look out to and reach out to that will are that are there to help you out. Absolutely. That are free. That are free. We yeah, all know it, it'll cost it'll cost yeah. anyone uh, to care. It'll Counseling and therapists cost money, but they're also free. Um, I have to call them safety nets. There yeah. are free safety nets out there, so look into them if you need help. Yeah, don't uh, think you're alone, man. There's somebody out there yeah. to help you. So I know I know this took a real left turn with a downer on that, but that just kind of stuck man. out. I had to put that out there because uh, I know uh, someone else who listens to the Cole Cabana podcast. Uh, sent me a message saying, hey, did you hear today's episode? Or did you hear the new episode? And I'm like, no, I haven't. I click refresh, episode popped up. And I'm like, okay, well, let me give it a check. And then, boom. I'm like, oh, that's why I was contacted. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, definitely good definitely good podcast. So definitely check them out. Uh, on the same note, on a lighthearted, on a, a other spectrum of this podcast, Cole 45 
on their Patreon and all their other shows have released several movies where they are hilarious. They did they did a review of Halloween Kills. Go check that out. <laughs> That's what they did. <laughs> Go check that out. Oh man, if you're not listening, look, and I know you know we're <laughs> Go check uh, that Brandon out. and Randy, you're free. You're, you're all this advertising is free, buddy. And I owe both of you guys, <laughs> especially Brandon, we are going to go to Poncho's, pal. I promise you. Um, he, he felt slighted when me. he saw that. He felt slighted when he saw that post. I know, man. I felt terrible. So uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. You're gonna get the screaming, screaming, Mimi shits on me, my friend, because <laughs> I don't want you to miss out on any Poncho's action. So yeah. I will be in touch with you real soon. We love you guys. Uh, your, your podcast is great. And if you're listening, and you're not listening to Colt Forty Five. Uh, you're doing yourself a grave disservice. Um, I mean, you're talking about just laugh out yes. loud content from beginning to end. I mean, I know they're, I know they're not on Cross the Streams Media. And I know we're not supposed to be plugging another podcast, but I don't care. Uh, that's one of those things where you need to uh, do yourself a favor and go check them out for sure. Definitely go check them out. Uh, I rec- I highly recommend that podcast, and I highly and the other podcast that's not on our stream, but also definitely check out. I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, I've I've mentioned this podcast before several times. Talking Shop is always <laughs> hilarious. I love Talking Shop. It's Doc Gallows, it's Carl Anderson, <laughs> yeah. the Good Brothers. Uh, they're Rocky just Romero. fun. They're, yeah, Rocky Romero. They're just fun. It's yeah, just a fun podcast. Awesome. So, with that being said, it's time to end the show. You know, and as we close it out, I, I always say I took this from somebody who was full of backstabbing hate, but this is a true saying: always unfollow, never unfriend. Uh, and that's something that really needs to be said as we start to wind down the 2021 year. So again, I'm follow never unfriend. I am Aaron. And I'm Chris and be sure before the end of 2021, you take yourself and someone you love to ponchos. Yeah. And they'll probably bury those bodies in the back and turn them into enchiladas. (laughs) When are we going? You promise. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're closed right now. Oh, no, we'll just break in and make our own food. It's fine. Oh, that's This is not the Waffle House. You can't be doing breaking in and making your own food. <laughs> it, it, is against the law, sir. it is against the law, sir. You cannot raise the flag to make your own food at Poncho's. Hey, man, as much shit as you throw at Poncho's, for me to want to break in, you should be, hey, so you should be uh, supporting As much shit as I throw at Poncho's, they're probably using that to make their food. It's delicious shade. Very delicious shade. It's it's not delicious. I keep telling you this. You're going to Poncho's. And fuck ponchos. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.